So look at it. You look pretty, right? You like that. You like, yeah. So yeah, you like that. <laughs> dude, dude, you're killing me, man. That is you you are a salesman, man. You're a salesman. You're a pitch. Because you just goom that way. Pitch expert. Sometimes I know exactly what you're going to say. Every single month your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey all rules! If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! yeah. yeah. Hey guys, hey, welcome to Objectively Incorrect. I'm here and today I'm joined with, you know, a, a past classmate. Um, right. Man, you kind of grew up, grew up in the same lines, come from the same old road. That's true, that's true. You're the same old road. I'm here with Quasim Walker. He's a businessman and investor. And, mm. and, and I had a conversation with this guy lately and I just said, but no, man, I got, I got a trade to invite him on this true, show. True. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about like financial affairs. We're going to be talking about investing. Mm. We're also going to touch on some wisdom in terms of like, you know, structuring your life, trying to find a way, you know, mm. and and to see like the unconventional ways of dealing Thing. with business. That's and, true. and 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 I'm looking forward to this conversation with him because you <laughs> know, this is this huge. So, guys, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Love, yeah. lo- love, I love what you're doing right now. Uh, yeah, Big thanks, thing. thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> and if he love it, that means he going far because definitely anyway, this man here, as long as he he does something, like he can just go definitely. real, real far. Definitely, right? right? Clean way to the work. Clean definitely, way to the work. definitely. All right. Okay, so Kwasim, normally what we do. When we start the show, we're gonna do a fact or fiction section, mm. and um, I'm gonna give you five statements, right? And you're gonna tell me if you think they're true or false, one, okay. one at a time, right? Now, what I did is that I went through trying to find stuff about stocks and the market and so on, mm-hmm. and see how much you could get these right. Oh, okay, okay. No pressure. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Okay, yeah, let's yeah. see what's going on. Okay, so number one, there is a pirate stock exchange in Somalia where locals can invest in pirate gangs planning hijacking missions. True or false? I know they got a pirate system, but I don't know. I don't know if they could do that. So I, I would say, I would say false. I mean, it sounds true, but let's let's say false. It's actually true. It's, yeah. There is a pirate stock exchange in Somalia. That, that's that, that's crazy. So these guys take the money thing to the next level. I gotta invest in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would. I know it's not good investment. It's a pirate stock. All right, there's big returns on. There's no, huge returns. Yeah, there's it's crazy though. There's returns. It's crazy. All right, in number two, in 1976, Ronald Wayne, the third co-founder of Apple, sold his 10 percent share. Of the company for nine thousand dollars. True. I know he sold it, but I don't know if it's nine or fifty somewhere around there. It was actually eight hundred dollars, but he did sell his ten percent share. Yeah, right. So um, today his ten percent would be worth thirty-five billion dollars. Yeah, that is ridiculous. He said he don't mind, but I know he mind. Man, that would taunt me for the rest of my life. That's a bad decision. A, A lot of people. A lot of people. Even with Facebook, there's few people like that too. There are a few people who were in Facebook before and, and then cut out. Yeah, people don't see the people don't see the longevity of what you're trying to do. And they did beg him not to leave Apple, eh? mm-hmm. but he just said, "Yeah." His excuse is that he just didn't want to do it. I know he's trying to like. It's like when people miss out an opportunity, they try to yeah play it down. They should play it down, but trust me, it, billion, come it on. would hurt anybody. Come on. <laughs> I know, his wife, I know his wife is probably like an idiot. You imbecile. She probably <laughs> almost left him. Okay, so let's move on. So more stock questions. Mm. Number three, the New York Stock Exchange is considered to be the most traditional as traders cannot enter the floor of the exchange if they are not wearing a suit and tie. True or false? 
The New York Stock Exchange is considered to be the most traditional as mm. traders cannot enter the floor of the exchange if they are not wearing a suit and tie. I want to say far on that. You need, a, you need a jacket or something like that. I've, I've seen traders without it. Without so you think it's true that they... they Nothing is false. You think it's false? Mm. Yeah. It's actually true. You can't enter this New York Stock Exchange floor without a, a suit, suit and tie. tie. And they have, they have um, this jacket thing that they let them, that they put the... Traders, the brokers them to, to wear. Oh, so yeah. you got to wear a specific uniform? It's a, it's a, like a jacket because the way it was done back then is that everybody's screaming the prices and the different thing. I'm selling, oh, I'm selling oranges for this, for this, for that. You know? uh-huh. I mean, now you could buy it online, but that's how it was. When, and we visited it in school. So. And you saw it in action? I said it in action. I mean, I think that's what made me high. I got high. <laughs> I've been to, 45! I've been to that and um, the treasury with all the gold. Uh-huh. Like I got uh, 25% of the world's gold. Oh, uh, that's the Fort that's Fort Knox? Fort Knox? This, this one is the tre- um Federal Reserve. Federal yeah. Reserve. Fort Knox is some is one of other states. Yeah, 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 it is. All right. So the most okay, number four. The most expensive share on the New York Stock Exchange is Berkshire Hathaway, which True. is currently True. You have stocks in Berkshire Hathaway? No, 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 I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I look at it. Is, is it the he has told him? Is it the one for three hundred thousand? This is the one for three hundred and four thousand eight hundred and fifty nine dollars and fifty cents per share. Per share, yeah. This was as of last night. Warren Buffett, yeah, yeah. That's what you see. Realize and you let you finish it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, this is crazy. Trust me. And is it, the reason for that is because they haven't split it. They haven't no, split. split. No. So what what I, what I split is for people to know is that if you have a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you can split the price down into fifty. It doesn't change the value. You just allow more people to be able to buy. To be able to buy. Yeah. So you, uh, you could sell half now. Instead yeah. Instead of just selling your whole share, you could sell half. Right. So it's, so it's, it's um so when a, when a company split the price, like Apple, mm-hmm. like they're getting too expensive where people can't buy. Yeah. But, but remember, investment is all about getting money. Gain too. money. So they would, they would b- split the share. Split the share. So the price come down. So now you and I could afford it. Could afford it. Yeah. And they could make more money. Because at the end of the day, it's more investment capital exactly. for them. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. I didn't I didn't understand it before you yeah. just But the company still worked. What it worth? What is worth? But the shares are more. But the shares, right? There you go. Goddamn. All right, number five. Mm-hmm. Um, the the London Stock Exchange is the second largest exchange in the world. True or false? FTSE. Um, you you just said FTSE. Yeah, that's what it's called. FTSE. Yeah. Okay. Um, the London Stock Exchange Group is the second largest exchange in the world. True or false? What if you be in China? Let's say true. True? Mm. It's actually false. And you were right. It's China. Is in China. Yeah, it's China. The, the truth is that Shanghai is the number two. two. Yeah. The NYSE trades 1,000. The New York Stock Exchange. Mm. Exchange is 1,500. 1, well, it's actually 1 trillion. Mm. 1.5 trillion shares mm-hmm. per month. Well, this, the Shanghai Exchange trades 1.2 trillion yeah, they're, per they're, month. They're big. They're that is crazy. I cannot even fathom... I can't fathom so, that so, amount. But, but guess what? If you're saying one point something trillion, right? Just imagine. So if, if that that means if you just put each company and they at a dollar, that's a trillion dollars that's a moving. Trillion dollars and you're not, moving. they're not at a dollar, but I'm no. just saying. Some of them is like 20, 30, 40, 50, 70, Yeah. So it's a lot of it's a lot of money moving. Like these the, the, you gotta understand these exchange control the world, they control the pricing that we pay for things. Oh. You know what I mean? That's the in-depth part of it. Oranges, apples, the actual cost of these things is determined from the stock exchange. You know what I mean? Milk and all that. Yeah, trust me. That's how it is. So, so when you think about a stock exchange crashing, so that's where the... Well, I'm going to touch a little bit on something just to educate you a little bit on, okay. on when the recession happened. Uh-huh. When the recession happened, right, what it was is what you call um, 
It was moral hazard and credit default swap. Moral hazard is basically doing something that you know at the end of the day the government can bail you out of. Oh. So you're living on the edge with people money and doing all that kind of thing and think the government can bail, bail you out. Uh-huh. Right? Which and then credit default swap. What happened with the, what happened with the, the, the stock exchange is that banks was giving out loans, mm-hmm. right? Home mortgage loans and all this stuff. And let's say typically you have to have a, a credit score of like 700, for example. Mm-hmm. Then they said, well, let me try some people with 650. And they notice a pool of people down there with 650 credit score. Yeah. Then they said, oh shit, let's try 600. And they try a bunch of people down there with 600. Then they said, let's try 550. The ch- then they realize like, damn, there's a pool of people down there with 500, right? Willing to go. So start giving all these people mortgages for their homes and all this stuff. But then AIG, which is like biggest insurance company, mm-hmm. what they would do is go to AIG to back it. AIG is triple A rated. Uh-huh. So AAA rated meaning like they don't need that to approve for a lot of things. Yeah. Because they're AAA rated, so it's almost like whatever they we say trust is golden. You. They trust Yeah. yeah. They're trusted. So they, right. So then peop, banks will now go to AIG and be like, okay, Stevie trying to borrow money from me. I know he's risky. I want you to insure the money that, that, I'm, that I'm giving him. Uh-huh. And AIG is like, okay, cool. You can cash it this amount a year. Woo-hoo-hoo. And they start to do that with everybody. Right? Do uh-huh. all kind of banks, everybody. Boom, boom, boom. And then when it was discovered now, right, that people really couldn't be paying these mortgages and they're not even supposed to have these kind of homes. Mm-hmm. People with like low credit score have big mansions. Mansions and so, yeah. They, they got, they got. Right. So now they banks, get the money. So now the banks have stopped getting the money now. So now they're going to AIG for the insurance money. Uh-huh. So imagine everybody all at once. And you said something earlier when you said about everybody all at once. All at once. Everybody it's all at once wanted the money from AIG. Then AIG had to tell the government like, hey, we was insuring all these people, but, but we, we, we really had the money because we didn't thought that they would default. Uh, default. And everybody all at once. Mm. And then that, the banks are coming back like, hey, look, we insured with you. We, we need money. to reclaim the money, money now. And then she's like, I didn't have the money. I would just give it out. Like, yeah. So they didn't have the money. So let's say, for example, they insured for 100 billion and they probably only had 50 million. Uh-huh. But there was a load to get away with it because they triple A rated. They triple A rated. Yeah. So that's what caused the recession. And that's like, greed, man. Of course. And then you have people like... Um, Bernie made who started yeah. thing, you know what I mean? Ponzi schemes and such. You see, you got to understand, you might ask, oh, how did rich people allow that to happen, right? But you got to remember something, human nature. What he did was he only owned financial firm. Mm-hmm. So he created this bank statements then. So mm-hmm. he could say, well, Stevie, you made 200,000 this year. And he might give you 100,000, but he gave you 100,000 out of my yeah. million that I invested with him. The thing you is, I mean? it's funny because I, I, I watched this video and they, they really broke it down so, so simply. Bernie Madoff never invested any money. No. All he did was he took your money and put it in a bank account. And, and, and then when you come back and you say, okay, well, I want to, I want to give back money, he just take money out of the bank account and give, give you. you. But and then his thing... He's exactly, and he's giving you false statements telling you every month that your money is growing by, by, by 12% yeah. every year, yeah. 1% a month or yeah. whatever the case is. And you feel good because this is higher than everybody and else. Then, and then they're referring other, the other rich Exactly. So more money. So basically, if Bernie, made, Bernie Madoff could le- legit have gone on forever as long as people kept paying him. But the problem is that People started coming back for their money because the, the financial the financial the market started to, yeah. start to de, de, de implode or yeah. whatever. And they said like, well, I got three billion in this account. I need to go and access it. Right, right. But then Bernie Madoff is like, but we only got a billion dollars. Yeah. So three billion dollars of, of people want three billion dollars from us, but we only got a billion. Mm-hmm. So then he started going out and saying, okay, well, we need to collect some more money so we could pay off these people, but and keep it going. Right. But he couldn't. Right. I just tell you. So it, it's it's Ponzi scheme. So so and then as I said, so people. What I always tell people, right? I would never tell like even I try to train people on stocks. I'm not saying to become no financial guru, mm-hmm. but at least learn information so you could question me. 
And what happens is people don't question, you don't question, you just trust the process. Yeah. And when you trust the process now, you end up you're screwed. Yeah. Because you gotta remember you're dealing with human beings yeah. and we are not perfect. No, not you at know what I mean? I could start off perfect, but then all of a sudden all this money coming into my hand. And you start to think I, I become I a change I, I, I become a changed man. I could I could just I could manipulate I this. Could manipulate people. this, yeah. Yeah. I mean it, I mean and it's sometimes indeed, you know, human beings are though is like we convince ourselves that it's gonna only be for a little bit of time. Right. Like yeah. I do this for like a couple months, yeah. you know, and I compare them back. I compare them back, but then it's like they didn't realize. But you gotta remember, like as a man, and you got all of a sudden certain set of crew start to accept you. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're invited to government balls. Exactly. You're invited to arc and meeting. You like, got the prestige now. The prestige now. So you're like, oh shit! I mean, I know I said I'm gonna start this, but I gotta continue. I gotta continue going because I gotta keep making this gotta, money. Right. You gotta throw lavish parties. Yes. And your people money. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I, got, I can't be driving a, a Nissan Sentra. Come on, and I, I hanging around with, with people with Audis and, and, yeah. and Lamborghinis. And I got buy a Lamborghini. Yeah, gotta be. It's like the fire festival guy. The other day, <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like you want to be, you want to be rich and popular, and famous, right? And you're lying to do the reason you're in this position. You are is because you told a lot of lies, lies. and misled a lot of people. people. You understand? So like, it's like maybe you might have wanted to do it just for a little bit little to get your business kind of kickstarted, kick- but then it's like. Man, I got this lifestyle now. I can't be driving the same car. I can't yeah. be driving a, a, a Ventador. I can't right. be driving exactly. any, any, anything. Anything, right? You know, you gotta, you gotta fix that lifestyle. You now your lifestyle gotta match what you're saying. What you're saying, and that become a problematic. Lot of, yeah, because no, you ain't got the money. You've been falsifying a lot of things, things. but you gotta keep falsifying in order to keep going. Keep going. So people, the train can't stop. So it can't stop. So that's so, so. You look at the markets and stuff like that, and that's what you know happened. You know because mm-hmm. more hazard is like the, you know. AIG was allowing itself to do certain things because you want the bank. So yeah. the government had to let Lehman Brothers fail. They just couldn't let AIG fail. Because you got to understand with AIG that they ensure companies are in the China. Oh, they, Jesus, matter of fact, they ensure even governments. Yeah. Right? So how could you allow you this cannot, thing? You cannot. You cannot. Yeah. So that's what they call too big to fail. It's too big to fail. But you see, whenever, whenever, I always find, and this is from me on a moral standpoint, I always find that whenever there isn't like transparency in certain things or whenever there isn't like um, when I say transparency, I mean um, structure. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot do this. Mm-hmm. There must be some punishment. Some, some. If you fail, check there them. must be some checks and balances, balances. that you got. You got check. You have to because if you allow people to do whatever they want, you're gonna got an ex HSBC, right. and they're just it, it's like, okay, well these drug laws got money. Like where don't just fund them? Why don't just why don't just fund them? Like only only accepting the money. But may, yeah, may I tell them to do drugs? May, I didn't tell them to do drugs. Yeah, so it's almost like. Well, you know, what am I? What, like, it's almost like, for example, like in America with a, t- a counter when they do taxes, right? Uh-huh. You could tell them whatever, you know. So if you tell them I made a hundred million dollars, they gonna put down that you made a hundred million dollars. The problem is you gotta sign the paper, and that exclude the accountant now. Oh snap! So they do the information based on what you provided them. Uh-huh. So when when the IRS come now, they're going with you. Yeah, but, but, not but, the accountant. But, but, but in my part, though, I mean, the accountant supposed to be like. Supposed to do some kind of due diligence and be like, hey, 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 this is wrong. You, you, that kind of money that you talk, how come you said you make this money? You expense it. So, something this ain't make no sense. It make sense, but now nah, they want the, the money. So they're like, oh, yeah, well, you say you make a hundred million dollars. Mm. Once you sign it, you take responsibility. But you see, the thing is, maybe that's what needs to be adjusted. Mm. <laughs> maybe that's what needs to be adjusted. Instead of making certain people um, completely. They, they, they don't have to like face no, anything. No, no accountability, yeah. There's no accountability, literally, for accountant. No accountability. <laughs> There's no accountability for the accountant. You say, hey, look, if you are servicing a fraudulent account, you could you could go to jail. Exactly. 
You're going to face the same. Because then what's going to happen is that you as an accountant say, bad shit, I can't. Listen, this is wrong. I got to report this to the FCC because this is, this is wrong. wrong. Right. But you don't get that. So you don't it's, get it's, that. It's, 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 see, in America, yeah, we got so much loopholes and ways to just escape things that that's just what it is. You, you, you got to understand that like, you got to be... Because people like manipulate the fine prints against you. you know? Yeah, they you will. Know what I'm saying? Like they you will. use it against it. Because, for example, like I always say, like especially my mom, she used to always be like, "You always doing something to maintain to do, right?" Mm-hmm. But it's like because your instruction was to not. You tell me, do not have a party in your house. You didn't tell me don't invite people for a sit down. <laughs> You know what I'm Dude, I wouldn't want to raise you as a child. No, no. You, you're it's, gonna be too much. I mean, I challenge I, me. I'm, I like I challenge pastors a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like, it, it, and it's something with me. And I do it in business too. Like. You said, you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, they used to tell you in, in my previous job, they used to say, yo, you're, you're like the outside the box thinker, kind of like, I'm that kind of person, you know. When I see opportunity to exploit, like, yeah, like, you, you didn't say, you didn't say that. You said this. You said this. And I didn't. You tell me, don't go out. You didn't say, don't let anybody come in. Yeah. Like, my father said yesterday, like, I went, I went go visit him, and mm. one thing he said is, um, poverty, poverty is a sin. It, it is. I said, um, Dude, that's aggressive. That's <laughs> aggressive because I feel like some people don't have much of a choice in the matter. Maybe because of the surroundings. It's not just like that there's no opportunities, but just you're in the dumpster, mm-hmm. right? You're there in the dumpster. I'm not saying you don't have a choice to move away, but you might not be acknowledging the choices that you have. Right. So you might not be acknowledging, you, you, might, you might not know of the options that you have available to you. Right, right. right. So, true. So if you're, not, if, you're not, if you're not aware, then you're not aware. That's true. That's so true. you might be in poverty not being aware that you could get out of it or like you could make a move to, to get to a better life or whatnot. Right. Well, what I would say, right, is, is also like conditioning, right? You know, we talk about like either being conditioned to be a worker or just conditioning to go to school. Mm-hmm. Your environment, you're your conditioned because you never really see um, no real example of what success looked like or yeah. what it was, what it's like to watch somebody um, go from, let's say, what, a, level A, yeah. you know what I mean, and, and to, to level B or whatever, like that different, that different dynamic. You're not mm-hmm. really used to the exposure. Yeah. Like one thing I look at a lot is that because I left here when I was young, when I come back, people that I know was athletic stars mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that could have run, I mean, that would beat you like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you look at their life now, like, they just blend in. It, it never went anywhere. But they had real potential. potential. They really did. You know what I mean? But they said potential alone is not nothing, eh? No, because yeah. um, you really got to get that drive to go forward. But then that kind of going to the culture and what we'd really do to, to empower people to move forward. So crazy where this athlete that we know that used to run mm-hmm. and do all these things, now... If they get kids now and they produce kids, they're gonna tell the kids, look, have your fun in, in school and run. Yeah. But that's it's it. not serious. It's not serious. Versus like mm. in places like Jamaica where they, they come and take you from, from young. Yeah. The minute they see you have that potential, they're taking you. And they cultivate that. They and cultivate they, that. They, cultivate. They, they, they make sure that, that turn that potential turn into actual kinetic it, energy. There you go. There you go. And that's what we're not that's what we're not doing here. So of course these people were dreamers when they're young because they watch they play soccer, they they, they run, they watch the Usain Bolts. Mm-hmm. But then as they get older the reality kick in where you better go find a job. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens. And mm-hmm. then you, you because you want a job, you 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 tend to assimilate into the culture right. of people who didn't have your potential. Potential, right. So you end up you end up you end up liquidating all that potential <laughs> into nothing. You, you don't even you don't even have it. So right. you liquidate and then you, you end up going straight into the culture, and that's really sad. Right. Because I, I think a lot of us, 
Um, and maybe I don't know if it's a if it's a sign of culture or if it's a sign of lack of foresight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it might be both. You know, right, it might right, be both. Right. But we have so much kids mm-hmm. with so much like niche niche like they, they have niche talents. Right. But because we live in a place where he says, okay, if you don't work in a banker, you're not a lawyer, a doctor. There you go. Like they can they can inhibit, they can cultivate that to move to the next level. Because just, saying it's I always just say like. How much land do we have to sell? Right. We're 68 square miles. Right, 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 right. Literally, if you sell 68 <laughs> miles, square right, miles, right. you're done. You're the done. country is over. Right. Right. But like, how much land do we have to sell? Mm-hmm. What is the next step for mm-hmm. us to, to, to develop the country to a different, to push it to a different level? Because if I, we stay here, mm-hmm. it's stagnancy and stagnancy. Well, well, I, I, I think what it is, which is, a, that's a valid thing you bring up. I think what it is, is that you got to challenge your people's and well, challenges the kids, right? We start with them. You want to challenge your kids to go beyond the norm, mm-hmm. right? And what that means is Facebook could have been created in Sinkets. Could have. Yeah. Instagram could have been created here. WhatsApp could have been created here, right? Because we have internet. You don't need to be in America to be generating nothing. It's true. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the world has gone beyond the bank, mm-hmm. the teaching, the schools. Like it's gone beyond the physical business mm-hmm. to where you could literally run businesses from that. Yeah. You know, I run an Amazon business while I'm in Sinkets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that means I could go to China and I could still run that same Amazon business because everything is is, is digital. It's digital, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's challenging our kids to uh, sit, like have real serious conversation with them. Like you know what? You could really be anything. Mm-hmm. You could really be anything. Um, but like, but and not just saying that just because it sounds right. good. Uh, it's right. Like a, and and, and uh, one of the things I pride yourself on, right, is that even like having this conversation with you, um, I've done the legwork, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not telling you something. Because I heard somebody has said it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm telling you something from my own experience, yeah. right? Or, or the people that I helped to move forward. So I'm telling you from that angle and not from he say, she say, or oh, what somebody said. I'm telling you, like, this is what we need. Mm-hmm. And for somebody like me to be able to give back uh, to, to the community that. is where I want to really work with, with the kids here to challenge them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why not? That's, that's my biggest question. Why not? You know, something that is interesting to, to note too in terms of the mentality, because mm-hmm. I mean, we, have, we do have leaders that we elected and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Not getting deep into politics, of course. I don't want to know your affiliation. I just saying, like, you have to realize something, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to leadership. Right. We are the leaders of our time have grown up. When they have grown they didn't have some of the tools that we have. They didn't right. have YouTube. They didn't right. have Facebook. They didn't have right. WhatsApp. They didn't, this free flow of information thing is, is, is pretty new in the grand scheme of things. Right. Yes, we have some people who grew up with Facebook. We got people who grew up... Like, <laughs> maybe we got stand here and be like, you know you got people born in 2003? Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Could you fathom that? Right. Could you fathom that somebody born in 2000 is now going to be 19? This is right. their 19th year. So exactly. they're already adults. Right. Like that's something that blows the mind. Right. But those those one, those people, those those children, not they're not children, those adults, mm. they have grown up in a completely different time, a free flow of information time. Mm. How is it that we are able to like like how is it that we expect that mm. the older people, older, older adults, the ones who are in power now? Mm. How, are they, how do we expect them to make the best use of the technology when they really, for them, it's, some, it's something new? Mm-hmm. How, well, do we, how do we expect that? Well, the thing is, is that there's, you never stop learning, mm. right? There's no excuse. And I'm kind of glad you bring that up, right? Because for a country to move forward, in my opinion, right, you have the, back to what we, we were talking about earlier with the 33%. Spend mm-hmm. 33% of the, the people... 33% of your time with the people that's above you, 33% of your time with the people on your level sparring, and 33% people below you where you're teaching. Mm-hmm. 
I believe that we're never really too old to learn or too old to partner. Meaning, yeah, yeah you might have a politician, you might have these people that's in a certain position and they have the credentials, right? They've put in the legwork. Mm -hmm. But then you need to step back and say, you know what? How could I tap into the younger generation? I need to now bring somebody young, mm -hmm. vibrant, and bring them a part of my team yeah. so I could understand and how to relate to this new generation. True, true. So and make the best use of the I tools. Make the best the use tools, of it. Because there's new tools. Right, and there's, there's, there's just all kind of ways of doing it. But what happened is um, here, and I, I don't talk about here because the country's small. So, course, so a lot of things fine. just feel so personal. Yeah, it's about microcosm, really. Right, so, right, so <laughs> it, feels, it feels so personal. But really and truly is, you know, being able to really kind of partner with the younger generation, mm -hmm. show them how it's done from your world. Yeah. Um, they show you how it's done from their world. Uh -huh. And then we kind of find a medium. True. But what you realize here is that the, the ones in power or the, or the older generation, they're not trying to give you that opportunity. They're stifling you. Yeah. So when they stifle the young generation, all right? Mm -hmm. So use me for example. Mm -hmm. I have all these great ideas that I want to execute on, but I'm stifled. Yeah. When I do get the, the opportunity now to execute on these ideas, let's say 20 years from now, uh -huh. the new generation, oh, I'm trying to stifle them. Yeah, because, because you want to get your ideas yeah, done. I had all these great ideas, right? But what, by the time I'm executing these ideas, now they're looking at me like, yo, you legacy dinosaur thinking. You got yeah, 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 so, yeah. Your ideas outdated. By the time right. you get your chance to do them. To do it. Uh, so so, so, so you just, then we just start to reproduce and then have a whole... Um, economy of where we're not moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, it used to be the days where you used only one of your friends in your neighborhood went away. Yeah. Now everybody got visas. Everybody got visas Everybody's yeah. going out and seeing how it's done in another world. So yeah. we have no excuse. Like you were saying earlier, with internet access, we have no excuse with the fact that we're going out and seeing how it's done in other worlds mm -hmm. and then kind of bringing it back and trickling it off here. So me, 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 The other day I had a conversation with a friend of mine mm -hmm. and they brought up that same thing. The, mm -hmm. the, um, the ability to experience different cultures to heighten and, and to broaden your sense of perspective. Mm -hmm. I think that's, some, that's something probably missing a lot. Yes. Um, because, okay, let me give you an example. Um, simple example. It ain't even not, not deep, but right. something simple. I went to New York the other day and, and it's the first time I went to New York. Mm -hmm. New York City is a completely different... I can tell It's, it's a different zone. Can, complete, like, it's a different mentality you got to adopt. <laughs> It's a, yeah. different, it's a different culture altogether, right? Well, well I love it. <laughs> yeah, you probably do, because it's fast-paced and it's right, like... Right, fast-paced and I've been there for the next, for the last 20-something, 20, 20, 20 years. Right. So you're already assimilating to it. But, right. but the thing about New York that, 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 that got me is, while riding the train, riding the subway, mm -hmm. it took me, I think it took, well, it was my girlfriend, it took us about two hours to get from one part of Brooklyn to, um, at the, was it the Bronx? Is the Bronx? Probably. After Manhattan, so the Bronx? No, no, Manhattan, yeah, the Bronx, right? Bronx. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it took us two hours to get to a space in the Bronx, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, what the hell is this? There's no place in St. Kitts that takes me two hours to get there. Yeah, so it's two hours ago, and yeah. then it took us about two and a half hours to come back because we came back a little later, so the trains were slow and slow, and they weren't making express stops. Right. Like, so like... I think if you had to do that for a month, mm. when you come to sing is there's no place that's far away. That, and that's exactly what I feel. So I could go from here to Kittishan Hill right now and it feels like nothing. I could go to Christoph Harbour, like nothing. But people be like, man, I can't come country because it's too far. It's too far. <laughs> it's too far. It's like, it's going to take you 15 minutes. Tops, right. Right? <laughs> Maybe 20 tops, right? right? And you're like, no, man, that's too far. I ain't going to do it. Yeah. Like Kittishan Hill. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, going up to Kittishan yeah. Hill. I wasted my gas going to Kittishan Hill. Hill. I could do, yeah, I could do that all day. But, right. So it's, like, yeah. it's just broadening perspective. So the reason I'm saying that is because more than just that simple example, mm -hmm. I think it's mm -hmm. it's more than that. When I went to, to New York, the other thing that inspired me is the way they advertise things. 
like the advertising. I don't know if America has perfected the art of psychological marketing. It is, it is more than just like pretty things. Everything has a purpose. Every element in the design has a purpose right. intently. And it's amazing when you're in the field and you're like, you're looking at this, this is, this is, this is genius. Right. Right. I'll never forget this ad. Right. No, it, it's, it's um, the simplicity of things, right? Yeah. Um, and in my experience, you know, being as, as a manager for the past 10, 11 years, um, when I was a manager, actually, mm-hmm. I learned simplicity, right? So a lot of even like artworks that I create for my business, that's a, that's a forefront. Mm-hmm. I don't want to distract you. Like some people said to me, my employee said to me and, and other people said to me, why don't you have all the list of services on your vehicle, Right. And I said to them, see, because if I do that, right, and I miss something, then that person would automatically write off that I do that service. Yeah, that you do but, but But if I keep my thing general, it can make you call and say, what if it's, he do it? Yeah. So when you call me and you ask if I make burgers, I'm like, Sales yes. Sales pitch. You could, like, you could pitch it then. I could pitch it then. Or because then I get the calls and all of a sudden they're like, yes, we can. And I need to go figure out how actually to do it. But when you list a lot of your services, sometimes when people read it, they just automatically rule out that you don't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, so that was just my strategic thinking mm-hmm. behind why I don't have the list of services on, on, on the vehicle or I don't really list the services out all the way. Because the business itself, you know, kind of tells you generally what, mm-hmm. we, what we are. Yeah, yeah. So then... Clean, right. Right. So for, you, so for you now, when you hear anything to do with cleaning, you're automatically thinking... Right. Clean, right. Right. But yeah. but but if I but if I list all my stuff on there, then you would rule me out yeah. on certain things. Because you ex- if you exclude anything, then that means you don't do it. That means you don't do so it. So I don't call you because mm-hmm. I didn't say that listed. I didn't say that listed. But there's another thing too, psychologically. Mm-hmm. When you see too much clutter, you, you automatically right. You disassociate. You don't even like you're not interested anymore. It's too much things right. reaching at you. Right. It's like in, in, in marketing and stuff like when you use like red. Mm-hmm. And then you have white writing. It might just say something like bed bugs and then red. Yeah. I catch your attention. One right? time. Yeah. Because red means stop. Yes. Right? It's like going to a supermarket and why the eggs and the milk and everything is in the back. The mm-hmm. reason for that is because they know that most people come to shop for these stuff. For these things. I want to distract you while you're going for it. Exactly. So you're going on the aisle and you're buying cookies. Pretty colors. And you're buying cookies and stuff that you know you didn't come in there to buy. in Dubai, yeah. So it, it's, it's all like strategic in how you really approach and, and play with people's mind. Yeah, it's it's interesting. You you said something earlier that that I don't think a lot of kitticians necessarily do. Mm -hmm. And I say kitticians, but I I just mean general people. Whenever you're going to business, you think, okay, I need to specialize. Mm -hmm. I need to specialize in a few things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, but I don't do this. Right. I don't do this. Mm -hmm. And you said just now, somebody calls you for clean weight and says, hey, I need you to, do you guys do landscaping? Mm-hmm. Man, I hope me ain't sending people down here. No, no, no. <laughs> but do you guys do landscaping? Right. And you say, yes, we do. Right. Yes, we can. You said yes, that. That's yes, your mentality. Like, right. yeah, yes. yeah, we could, we could yeah, do that. We right. could do that. Right. Um, and then you try to fill in the pieces after you've already said mm-hmm. it. Like, has this ever come back to bite you in the rear end? Has it ever been like you, 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 you said, yes, we can, but... Filling in the pieces was difficult. No, because see, strategically, right, even if I have to pay a landscaper and don't collect no profit, uh-huh. I would do that. You know what I'm saying? Because then I'm going to see how, like, is it something I should really get into? Because, see, I'm testing the waters without really spending money. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I could give it to the landscaper and then if he really, I might tell him put on a clean white shirt oh. and collect all the money, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. But, mm-hmm. 
And if I get too much calls, then I go and actually execute it as a business idea. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm testing the waters freely. That might just be a one-off call. It's true. You know it what I mean? Um, and then also as a business owner, that's you also helping another business to strive. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I've done that. And I think because in my training as a manager over the years, they used to call me suicidal Q because I would take jobs that we know is time restriction <laughs> and you really can't make it happen. Mm-hmm. But I get a high in doing that because I'm, I'm, I'm service first, mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. after. Right? When you're service first, you, you, you're so focused on service and so focused on the client that that's where your penetration, like, that's all that matters to you. I've, I've had opportunities where I probably don't make a money on a job, mm-hmm. but because I just wanted to deliver on the service. Or I had to probably pay my employees more money just to get them out of their house at maybe 12 midnight mm-hmm. just because I want to deliver on service. That's how important service is to me. You know what I mean? So I don't look at money, I look at service first because everything else follow after. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I realize down here it's the reverse. Yeah, it's, 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 it's right? it is. A lot of people down here, businesses, they want to make money off of, like they want to become rich off of one person. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But if you're about service, you have to think that if I deliver a service for, for, for Steven, mm. he now might tell X, Y, Z. So let me not just think of Stevie. Let me think of X, Y, Z also. Mm-hmm. So I'm delivering a service. I'm not saying short change yourself. Not, that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm saying be honest in your pricing. And be honest in your service so that you could sleep good at night and then Stevie could feel like, you know what, he's went above and beyond and now I can really recommend his service. Mm-hmm. But if I try to dig out your eye and charge you X, Y, Z just because I'm trying to add more money to my pocket, mm-hmm. then you're going to sit through it. You might use his service, you might like it, mm-hmm. but you might say, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't really refer him to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you service first uh-huh. and money later, the money will come. You know what I mean? So focus more on the service. That's an interesting business model, man. Because the thing is, I think in terms of if, and, and my, my only critique of that, and the only critique I have mm. is not that it's a bad, it's a bad, because it, is, it does work. It mm-hmm. does work. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're running Queen Rate. Queen Rate is growing. Right. And it has to be that the philosophy, at least at this point, it's, it's working for you. Mm-hmm. The only critique I have is, what happens when you don't have um, mm. all of those referrals to have? Because we do live in a very small, tiny place. Right. I mean, in, in regards to even New York, it's right. like a speck. Yeah. Well, what, what, you, what you do is, right, it's cheaper for you to upsell to the current client than to go out and, and gain a new one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The advertisement, the legwork mm. that you got to put in to acquire a new client, a new client. Uh-huh. it's cheaper to, to, to service the one that you have now. You start to find out where their needs are, what's their niche, like what, and you, you structure your business towards that. So mm. then you start to maximize the mileage on your current client that already doesn't love your service anyway. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So strategically, that's, that's what you would do. So you create new services that can help simplify them, and then you kind of make yourself a one-stop shop. You be careful with that because you don't want to be a jack-of-all-trades, a master of none. Mm-hmm. Right, so when I say you increase service, you increase to your ability. Mm-hmm. Not uh, my client like people to drive them X Y Z. All of a sudden, you got a driving service. Not that I'm mm-hmm. talking about. If I'm in the cleaning business mm-hmm. and I I only clean chairs, then I need to now maximize in cleaning beds. Mm-hmm. I need to now do carpets. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like in that realm. In that realm. Don't like, not not saying. Don't try to go and stretch yourself to thin in areas that you know you don't do. Don't talk about your install cabinets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like come on. Be, be honest with yourself. So 
That's what I meant when I said be a jack of all trades. You're trying to go around doing all kind of okay, things. I'm stuff. talking about perfecting what you do. You mm-hmm. said clean, right? So then you need to start to master the different things in cleaning. And in, in an effort to understand. So because earlier you said somebody could call you mm-hmm. and say, hey, look, Quas, I, I don't know what, you, what, what, what all you guys do. Mm-hmm. But I want some parts. So you got some parts here. I don't know how to get them to look pristine. I want them to look pristine. I just use an example. Mm-hmm. Do you do it? Yeah, yeah, I would say, oh, I mean, we do it. Honestly, yeah, we do. But let's say use a situation, let's say I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Then I would ask my team first, right? Because mm-hmm. see, this is what you got to understand as a business owner. Your team is in the field. That partnership, just like when I'm talking about politically there, that partnership is that very important. Because yeah. these guys are in the field and sometimes they improvise and sometimes they might find methods that work. Yeah. So I go to them. Mm-hmm. And when they tell me honestly, like, we can't do it, then that's when I tell the client we can't do it. Mm-hmm. And, and it happened last week where there's, there's a certain machine that I'm bringing in, but uh-huh. it's not here yet. Uh-huh. And a client happened to call and I, would, I wanted to say yes. But what I'm not going to do is set myself up either. Yeah, yeah. You get for what I'm fall, for fail. For things. So at that point, I had to honestly say, you know what? I can't do it, but I do have a machine coming in. And when it does, I'll come over and do a free job for you. Dude, you, <laughs> guys, this is why I bring him on the show, you know, because, <laughs> yo, this guy, like, it's like you... You got a different sort of business energy than what I've seen before. Right, when when right. I said that, and, and I had to have you on here because mm-hmm. the way that you approach things mm-hmm. is very much opposite to the, the, the regular culture. The regular right. culture is, look, I got to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, you can't be going out doing free things and you're wasting your time because right. you're like, it's, it's like, I have to maximize on the amount of time, time. that I have. Right. But your, 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 your business strategy is... I don't care. That, that's, that's, that's irrelevant. That is, yeah. It's, yeah. It's irrelevant. It's, because see, in life, it's about pushing yourself, right? Uh-huh. So it's about that, that's what it is. You learn a lot when you live on the edge, right? And it's funny because I'm, I'm kind of laying out myself, but it's like a book that I wanted to write and you had, you know, operating at the edge of chaos. At the right? edge of chaos. Right? Because that's where, like, I amaze myself. And through my management years, um, working for a Fortune 500 company and working with people like the Obamas and you know, the Oprahs and the Kardashians and these different things, when you work with these people, they, want, they demand a certain things, mm. right? So I'll give you a perfect example. I remember one time my, my, my boss at the time was there and we rented conference room. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Q, I see you buying new chairs. Why? I said, because the CEO that's coming in from Australia, he rented from us the year before and he decided he don't want any crease in the leather chairs. He oh, don't, mind, mind, the chairs are not Cut and then that tone. Uh-huh. But he did say he don't want any crease in the chairs. That's how, you know, that's how demanding. So that's the, are, yeah. Right. So then I had to now go and buy, spend $6,000 and buy chairs just to make sure he's happy. So then how could you think that I could come from an environment like that and not implement it in my business the same way? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So throughout the, throughout the years and throughout my career, you, you notice that working with people, that people are going to demand the certain things. And there are times when you're going to say no, mm-hmm. right? And there's times when you're going to defend your team. Mm-hmm. There's times when you, you, you got to let your team see it from a client standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's times when you just know, you know what, let me push myself and let me operate at the edge of chaos. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because That's interesting. I had, a, I had, a, I had a, a situation, like just, just literally a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. where I, I think I had to say, tell a client no. Right. Um, not because not because the job couldn't be done, but because of prayer things with the client. Like mm-hmm. I think sometimes you have to you have to use some some farmer wisdom as well. Some, yes. It's not every single client 
is a client that you want. No. Some clients are not worth the, the effort. They're really not. Like, like even, even down to what they could do in terms of referring you, mm. the way they would refer you is mm. not the way that you want to be referred. Right. The other day, when we were having a conversation, I think we had a conversation long before, well, before this, right. and, and something that you said, like, really reached out to me. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go in the red, because, I mean, if you're going to do a job for free, of course, you're doing it. You have to go in the red. Right. You have to push the money forward, because you, you're really not doing the job for free. Right. You're just doing the job in, in, in good faith that another job would come that the, eventually the, could pay for it. There you go. Right? But if you're going to put yourself in the red, mm -hmm. you have to put yourself in the red strategically Strategic, right that's important that's important don't talk about you getting about giving a bunch of free jobs <laughs> don't know mm -hmm. it has to be a method to your madness mm -hmm. as to why you're giving a job for free and it's funny you said that um, you're not gonna uh, some clients you have to just let go right mm -hmm. for me it's like we use green products and we're trying to push quality uh -huh. right the business is built from pockets so it's not like loans and stuff like that so I'm building gradually mm -hmm. I know that where, where I'm trying to head to and there's a lot of struggles to get there because then you have to do this cultural mindset correct with yeah. the employees yeah. because you have this fan, this crazy gym. You come from New York with your, your amazing gym. Yeah, you make gyms. And these guys are like, hey, hey, hold on. This is how it's done in St. Kitts. Where's my right. money? <laughs> right. So, right. So, 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 yeah, you have to... Um, you have to let some clients go, right? Because if you're about quality, there's a certain cost that goes with quality. Yeah. There's a certain cost that goes with reliability. Mm -hmm. There's a certain cost that goes with professionalism, right? Yeah, that's true. For us to be reliable, imagine that you call me last minute and my team is all over the place doing jobs mm -hmm. and you call me last minute and I want to be reliable. It means that now I might have to pay extra yes, to somebody course. that I already gave off. Yes, because true. when you give people off, they already done made their plans. Yeah. This is my relaxed day. Yeah. This is my day to do whatever I got to do with my family. You're imposing now. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're imposing. And it's a cost to impose. Yeah, it's true. You get what I'm saying? So that's the cost of going in the red. But it's also a cost that clients need to understand that, you know, it comes with the, the cost of the job itself. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? So yeah. when we charge, I'm not charging you because, oh, your cleaners is expensive. Mm. But to do the things that's important to clients, the reliability, the professionalism and stuff, it, it, come, cost, it comes with a cost. To bring in green products into the island, yeah. it comes with a cost. Right? So people would tend to tell you, well, Stevie give me this cost, so you should, you should do it too. I'm yeah, not Stevie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know I mean? But where I mean, are you here if Stevie was here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not Stevie. You know what I mean? I'm not Stevie. And that's the, and that's the honest truth. See, the thing is, right, you can't, I can't come into you, your production mm -hmm. and add a, a, add a monetary value to your worth, mm. right? So you shouldn't come into my business to add a monetary value to, to my worth, worth yeah. because people will say, "Oh, you're just wiping off something." No, nah. no, 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 no. You know what I mean? Because guess what? While we're wiping off, that's time for you to spend with your family. That's time for you to go pay a bill. So time, time is time. what you're paying for. Time, and let, let, let's get into that. We had a conversation the other day, yeah, time. and I tell you, in life, you're trading two things for one. For one thing, mm -hmm. right? You're trading your knowledge and your time. I mean, you're changing your money and your, and, and your time for knowledge. For knowledge. Right? That's the college portion of your life. Mm -hmm. Right? Then you're, changing, then you're trading your knowledge and your time for money. Yeah. And that's the working part. part. of your life. Right? And, and then you trade your, right. your knowledge and your, your money for time. For time. That's what me and you can have this conversation right now. For time. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to repeat because <laughs> that, is, that is one of the most powerful nuggets of wisdom. When we had the conversation, man, that, like, that just... <laughs> It, it really did. It, it was profound. Right. It was profound. And I don't think it's something that we actually, we actually conceptualize in that right. meat of our way. Right. 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 But the truth is, say, saying it again, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'll say it how I understand it. In the first part of your life, you trade money and time for knowledge. 
College, yeah. And it could be college, it could be learning a skill, it could be development of any sort. Anything. But you have, you're trading you trade. money mm -hmm. and time. time. For knowledge, right, right. The second part of your life now, you trade time and knowledge for money, mm -hmm. which is like a recruitment phase, an experience phase, right. All of this, uh, you all, trade, all that. Yeah, you, you're trying to find your, your path, path. All of that. Life, all that. All, all that. Mm -hmm. trade, so you're trading, you're trading your time and you're trading your knowledge for money. And right. the last part of your life, which no, which a lot of us don't get, to. don't ever get to, <laughs> is trading the money mm -hmm. and the knowledge for time. time. Family time. Time. Because, Vacation time. Because at the end of the day, if you stay chasing money, you're losing, you're losing. time. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point? You, you stay at work until you die. die. Right. And then it's the same reason. Like the other day, I, I read something and one of the most... Um, and one of the most proficient or one of the most regular regrets for somebody who is old mm -hmm. is that they didn't spend enough time. time. You get it? It, it, they didn't time. spend enough time I, with I, the things, the people that, were, that mattered to them. They didn't right. spend enough time doing the things they wanted to do. Right. But a lot, a lot of people, the reason why a lot of people don't get to level, right, is because, you see, the financial education is what? Literacy. It's missing. It's missing from, I'm not just saying this, but everywhere, right? I mean, I think it's strategic too, because that's why you keep, like, there's only 1% rich. Of course. Right? Of course. To keep the, the power in one space. In one yeah. space, right. I'm not saying that you can't get in there, but the majority of people don't because of fear. See, fear is so fear is so important, right? You and I would take a risk. You had to take a risk of to course, start your production. I'm still taking a risk right now. Right, you yeah. had to take a risk to start your production. Mm -hmm. People want the safe bet. Yeah. Right. Um, I would never knock somebody for for going to school. Right. I always say, whatever you're gonna do, just try to be the best at it. Mm -hmm. What I can't take is people. You're working in a job and you're complaining about the job. What happened in our culture as black people? We, we always want to be the man. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. want to come in the room and be the man. I want to come in and win and sparring. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna spar and I'm trying to punch you, trying to punch. And <laughs> See where you go. See where you go. Because you make you better. You make you better. You're making a sharp. Because yeah. I'm trying nuggets, but you're trying nuggets too. So don't think that I'm here on this show talking. You realize I'm, I'm allowing you to talk. Because yeah, because I'm, I'm soaking it up. Exactly. Because I'm because I'm, I'm a steal stuff from you. Yeah, I'm but I'm a steal stuff from you too. <laughs> I don't understand. Right, I'm duplicating what works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how that's how it is. That's why I like I could spend I could stay here with you the entire day mm -hmm. because I gravitate to people with this energy. Mm -hmm. What I can't do is spend the time with people that just want to go the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Or people who don't want to grow. Right. There's nothing more, like, a, there's just nothing more stagnating to your spirit. And yeah. even, and, and I go spiritual, you know, spiritual. Yeah. but in terms of your energy, G let's go to energy. G in terms of your energy, there's nothing more depressing to your energy than with somebody who just doesn't want to grow. Right. Like a stagnant. They're pulling from your bucket. They kill, they're killing you. They're killing you. There's no, there's no exchange. There's no exchange. Love that. I'm glad you said that, right? My mentors, right, early on, because I have different mentors, but one of them specifically early on, Rich, right? Mm. Um, at the first time when we first met, she, was, she wasn't really giving me a lot of information. Uh -huh. She it was like, it's like, if I ask her what's one plus one, uh -huh. she would help me get to the idea that it's two. Oh, but she's not going to spoon But she's not going to just come you. on, she's not spoon feed me. But then I realized, like, as I read and get more educated, I've realized that she's given up more information. And then what she explained to me is, she said, no, I can get information from you. Life is an exchange. You're pulling from me. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm mentoring you, but you're pulling from me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But because I see you investing in yourself, you're reading books, you're going to then gain knowledge and you're doing After stuff. After a while. It's an exchange. After so a while. I pull from you now. Yeah, so she's not watching my age no more. She's watching my, my knowledge and my experience. Mm -hmm. So it's like, She's like, yo, now we're exchanging. So now when, 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 when we sit down or when my phone call come in, mm -hmm. she know that through that conversation with me, she's going to pick up something. Yeah, and through my conversation with her, I'm going to pick up, up something. something yeah. But 
the first part of it, she was like, you know, she don't mind helping me, but it's like you're giving for nothing. Collect. Yeah. Remember I tell you about trading? You're yeah. Always, you're trading, trading. You're always trading something. So she's like, I don't, I'm not going to just trade, my, keep trading, you know, because I don't know where you're trying to go in life. Exactly. You know what I mean? But then as I get more educated and more experienced, more knowledgeable, mm-hmm. become, you know, doing business and all that stuff, it's like, because she and I could have conversations about business because she has so much businesses now. Yeah. So now, this that's a strategic thing that I'm talking about. She's like, yo, I didn't think of it that way. Exactly. Mm. So yeah. So how could I implement this? How now? could I implement it now? You understand? Because so. it's like you you already know you already think you know this amount. Mm-hmm. But then if you talk to people, you start to like, okay, I could hybridize this. Yes. I could fit this into this business. This yo, business over here isn't working. Yo, I don't. The reason being maybe because yeah. I need to implement what Quas doing. Always st- don't don't never miss an opportunity to learn. I don't care if it's somebody younger, older than you, older. younger, the same age as you. And the reason why I say that is right. I might ask you, Stevie, how to get to, or you might say like, how to get to old world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I might know how to get to old world, you know, but only know how to get to old world this, this way. This way, yeah. But because I listened to, you know, you said, bye, if you got old, you could, and you could go. Of Portland, yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so if, but if I try to act like I know it all, I would have missed never that. Never miss it, never catch it. The, the other day I talked to a guy, he said, come into every conversation mm-hmm. with an empty cup. Right. Some Take what you know, put it in a bucket, hold it, hold it home. Right. But when you're going to a conversation, walk with empty cup. Right. And that's so true. Stop, stop being the know-it-all. Mm-hmm. Stop being the know-it-all. Or don't try to be the know-it-all. Allow yourself to learn the process. Even something when you know something. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to Allow learn. Allow yourself to be there. Like, you know, what if can be proficient that when I go into a, a, any conversation with clients, like mm-hmm. if I go into any meeting with a client, mm-hmm. like I always go in with questions. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they would come to me and say, hey, look, hey, um, Stephen, I want you to do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But instead, of, they might be thinking, okay, he's going to come in and tell me what to do. And no, mm-hmm. no, I come in here with questions. Questions, yeah. I want to understand exactly yeah. what you're thinking. Question leads to answers. Exactly, answers. I might, I might think I know something, I have an idea of what I want. But what I found is that whenever I go into, when I used to, how I used to do it is I used to go and train to be the professional. Mm-hmm. But you see, that's, the, that's a problem because when you're going being a professional, you don't ever, you don't ever gratify the client. Mm. Clients always feel better when they have a hand to play in the solution. Right. And I found that out pretty early, so I didn't, at least I didn't make the mistake as, too. As you build employee staffing, you would learn that employees like the same thing too. They love it. Not they you, love not, it. Not you operate from a top talking about we can use this product, this, this, this. Nah, you got to ask them. Yeah. Guys, what do you think about this product? What do you think about this product? You think we should use this? Yeah. Nah, like, and it happened to me. We was bringing in a couple of products and the one of the girls was like, nah, these three products do the same thing. So now, you know what I mean? So I'm like, thank you. Save cars. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and so then you you build you also build a rapport because yeah, there's a trust line now being right. built between you and right. and you because, because I don't feel like because see down here when you're in a bus title down here and this is where I pick up mm-hmm. that when you're in bus title down here the title is what do most of the talking for people yeah so a lot of people only fear you because of your title mm-hmm. if you strip your title people won't follow you and that's mm-hmm. not you that's not you being a leader exactly you get what I'm saying because people only respect your title they only respect your title so that mean if I remove T- Stevie as the CEO yeah. and I put another person as the CEO then Stevie is nothing yeah and he t- becomes he becomes nothing because it was, it was the title I had you all the time yeah there was no relationship there was no relationship a lot of people here gravitate to, to title because mm. the title gives them a sense of empowerment yeah. a sense of like you made it yeah you know what I mean and whereas and, I mean if you get stripped of your title then you're nothing you're nothing but then you see the thing is if you if you build that kind of trust relationship like easily like the CIA mm-hmm. when somebody leaves and a director leaves the CIA mm-hmm. they still have an affiliation with, with right. what's going on inside right it's actually like they've built 
that sort That's, of trust level. Right. So it's difficult even for somebody coming in as a figure. They might respect them as the figurehead, yeah. but still got they still got a connection affiliation with right, the previous right, director, right, right, and right. they don't build trust between them. Right. Secrets were shared. Yeah, and I, tell, I tell my employees all the time: nothing in business is personal, right? Because a decision that I would make would always sometimes be from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's not that I hate you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's business and it's probably client focus. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not it's nothing personal. Mm-hmm. And I even tell them amongst themselves, like nothing in business bet- nothing business between you guys is personal. Because mm-hmm. a feud that you guys would have normally starts because of the job. Yeah. It's not because I was down the road and hanging out with somebody or your money, that kind of thing. It's yeah. usually that kind of level. So you 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 as a as a as a business owner and yeah, as a leader, that. you have to be able to to bring yourself down to a certain level, understand from the people standpoint. So mm-hmm. I tell my employees all the time, um, I operate at a level here, you guys operate here. Mm-hmm. How you s- you're viewing up and I'm viewing down. down yeah. We are two different perspectives and yeah. sometimes we're going to clash. Yeah, sometimes. Right? Yeah. But what I would try to do sometimes is, is come down to your level to understand what is it exactly you're yeah, seeing. You're seeing yeah. You know what I mean? So you could find, that's by, that's by me going out on jobs and seeing what they're doing mm-hmm. and finding the efficiencies yeah. in ways to do things. Maybe they're wasting a product. Yeah. Or maybe now this product is causing them to do the job even longer, longer than they should. Longer than should, yeah. So, so you're doing your own field-based ass- assessments. Right. And, 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 and that's of, something that a lot of a lot yeah. of people and, and the, 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 no. in the, the managerial field they don't, they don't do. do. Yeah, you have to have a systematic approach to the things you do, right? It has to be a system. You got to try to involve the people. I mean, the, the system, right? Because they're the wheels. Mm-hmm. You can build the car, but they're the wheels that keep you moving. So it's a systematic approach that you take to the things that you do, yeah. right? You 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 sometimes you keep the end the, the end use uh, the, the consumer mm-hmm. who's the end user. You want to keep them in mind because you want to see. Put yourself in how did they feel when they use your services or your product. Mm-hmm. So you want to see from that standpoint, what am I doing? What could be better? Mm-hmm. And then you want to put yourself in the employee standpoint in terms of that's when you're going out on the field to see, are there things that is not efficient? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and then you, you, you correct them. And you correct them. So, so as you, quickly you, as possible. Yeah, as quickly as possible. Right? So you, you, in business, everything is like a constant motion. Yeah. You're always... Fixing pushing. something, you're always pushing, adapting, adapting yeah. you know, changing it's, things. It's, it's not easy. I'm telling you, man, my road to here, you know, is one thing to manage business, mm-hmm. right? Manage somebody else's business because they put the system in place and of you're just course. managing it yeah. to when you're actually like the, the creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know? you created it and you have to manage it too. Have to because you have this end, this, this, this vision of what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And then how do you control your emotions when people are not doing what you want them to do and you want to flip out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But you have to, you have to manage yourself in that. But I think that a lot of things go back to why, right? Mm-hmm. In leadership, in management, is why. you have to let your employees know why. They don't have to agree. Yeah, but, but they, they have, have to why, understand. Right? Yeah. Guys, we're going to cut back on some hours here. Here is why, mm-hmm. right? If we don't cut back, then you guys can be out of a job, mm-hmm. right? Guys, we're going to do this this way. Here is why. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm holding you accountable. Here is why. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have to give people the why, so they they could kind of understand yeah. what it is. It doesn't mean they're gonna they're, they're gonna agree. No, right. But you have to give people the why, and you because you have to feel better about yourself that you give them the why, and you are a fear person in what you're trying, trying to do. To do. Yeah. But culturally, here we struggle in in so much aspect of it. Like I've seen people that come and work and when I show up at the job, is that they scared to talk to me. I'm trying to engage them. <clears throat> but it's like they're not used to a, a boss or owner engaging them. Yeah. It's weird. It's like Yeah, so the disconnect this like like I say good morning and it's like they they shock. So I learn a lot about you learn a lot about your culture from the people that, that when I witness them. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. learn a lot about what's happening in my business 
um, when I'm outside. I know if my leadership is executing on certain things because you're going to see habit is a serious thing, right? Yeah. So if I see something, certain employees that do certain things, uh-huh. I know that that means that the leadership above them is not executing the way they should. Oh. I don't need to be there. You just what habitually people doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe they don't come to work in uniform at all. Mm-hmm. That's not the first time. It means that the person above been allowing it all the time. Allowing it all the time. Behind your back. So you don't need to sometimes be there. You just have to sometimes go and just watch it. Just observe. Observe. And you realize habitually like what people are doing. You could even tell the environment, like in terms of the energy and so on. You, you witness the energy. You say, okay, well, there is some loss of morale here. Yeah. Something is happening in this in, over here. Yeah, and yeah. it needs to be corrected because it's anything that distracts away from mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be achieving mm-hmm. is lack of efficiency. Yeah. And I, I try to tell my employees too, it's like, just for the job you want and not the one you have. Mm. Act, conduct yourself for the job you want and not the one you have, right? If you're a cashier and you want to be a supervisor, just like a supervisor, act, act like, like a, a supervisor. supervisor. The problem with people is, right, you want to wait until an opportunity open up to talk about you're ready for it mm. or I could do it. My thing is, as a business owner, and I'm talking from a business owner, you have to be doing that before you get the position, mm. You know what I'm saying? So when I give you a supervisor position, it's because you already was acting like a supervisor, like a supervisor before. It was obvious. And then when you get the supervisor position, now you need to start training yourself to be a manager, manager. and act like, just act as such. Mm-hmm. So when opportunities come down and you sit down with a manager or owner of a business, don't tell me, I think I should get the position because I came in early every day um, because I had to leave to lunch and only just take an hour. That's not valid as a business manager. What we want to hear is, I think I should be the supervisor or I think I should become a manager because you remember those last four clients that came in? Mm-hmm. I brought them in. You remember we used to... You Do used this, to, this you, way. You, like, like the girl. You remember we used to buy these three products but now you're only buying one? one. I, I saved save you on money. that. You know what I'm saying? You remember um, these two employees couldn't get along? I made that, I made that, that piece for I them. made that happen. Yeah. You see when you come in and you talk to a business owner like that, Man, that's, yeah, you got it. Powerful. Yeah, it's powerful that's because powerful. that's that's consideration for real. It's like crap. You're saving me money. You're allowing me business to function in a fluid way. Right. Like, and you, you you're making me money. You're making me money. So you're valid. You're valid. You're valuable but, but, asset. But you're an asset. Yeah, you're asset. But don't tell me. And that's that's the thing with employees, right? You got to make yourself an asset. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The first time I'll tell you right now, I went to work for this Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm. On my very first day, the employees tell me, do not waste my time and try to move up in this company because they don't turn more people. Mm-hmm. Within seven months, I became an assistant manager. Right? In 11 months, I became a manager. 20 years old. Right? A few years later, I saw that one of those same girls on the train. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait a minute, you, 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 wait a, wait, you're, you're a manager? I was like, yeah, I've been a manager I'm like a couple months after you get fired. She's like, what? I said, yeah. You see, don't let people' opinion mm-hmm. become your reality. Mm. It's very important, right? Mm. You got your family to feed. Yeah. You have your people to look after. Mm-hmm. So why are you coming to a job environment following other people? It's true. Who's gonna pay your bill? It's true. Who's yeah. dealing with your family and your commitments? And, and you're right. When you're when you're when you're worrying about friends and oh this this person my friend mm-hmm. right but when an opportunity come for you or the person to get fired the person show you under the bus yeah they would they you would. get what I'm saying because they have their own commitments they got it's, own not commitment. even a, it's not even an evil thing no, it's not an evil thing but they have the commitment they have their commitments. my thing is as an employee down here you don't really see the lot you gotta you want to move forward in life mm-hmm. you gotta take control of yourself right we we, we have a system that you have to depend on the government for a lot of things mm-hmm. right which yes the government got to do the portion. But you yourself as an individual have to, to do, do your, your portion. portion. Yeah. I always say in a relationship, it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to give 50, you give 50. 
right? And, and I know we could say 100, 100, but it's not, it's, well, the reason I say 50, 50, because you're looking together, at it as a whole. Together we become a whole. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But I have to do my part, mm-hmm. and you have to do your part. Not you doing all the, pu- back to what we talk about, not you doing all the pushing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We, I got to do some pulling, mm-hmm. you got to do some pulling, I got to do some pushing, you got to do some pushing, it's a support level. Yeah. Right? But too often down here, what I notice here is that these people want either the government to do everything for them mm-hmm. and they're not really taking any real responsibility. And doing for example, for I tell you before, a lot of my knowledge that I have now and mm-hmm. experience that I have now came from reading books. Do, do I need to go ask the government to give me permission to read a book? No. Do I need to ask the government permission to go on Google and look up certain things? No. Do I need to ask the government to go on YouTube this to learn China, things? This ain't China, this ain't China. Right. You exactly. Could, you could look up anything you right. want. So stop. So, so when, when are you going to take responsibility for yourself? Let's expand on this because I think this is... This is mm-hmm. We're going to get back to it because <laughs> we, uh, we stick up in somewhere up there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. but, but let's expand on this a bit. Mm-hmm. Personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. I think that that is one of the biggest disciplines that's missing right now. Mm-hmm. You have 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. How are you relegating these 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Like, as I told you before, me and Miguel had a, a conversation a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And she, we, we have remaining conversations, right? right? And it just, just basically sharpen, sharpen each other up. Mm-hmm. What we learning next day, like, I, I learned this, this might help you, right? Mm-hmm. And she was saying that you're going to take eight hours, sometimes nine mm-hmm. hours out mm-hmm. of your day mm-hmm. to help somebody to achieve what they want to achieve. You go mm-hmm. to a job, you work for eight hours, you give them eight hours of your time, you give them eight hours of your effort to mm-hmm. build their empire. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, they could fire you if they want to. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you could be not a part of this for the long term, but you're, 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 you're putting eight hours there. Right. You have 16 hours left. Mm-hmm. You... Take the 60, the other eight hours, you start to watch Netflix, you chill out, you're on the couch the whole time. Mm-hmm. Where's the growth for you? Now, understand, you're going to a business and you're learning things because right. what, there's nothing wrong and I'm not villainizing anybody for working for anybody. No, no, of course not. Of what course I not. am villainizing is what is your long-term plan? Right. Is your long-term plan dependent on somebody else? Mm-hmm. You have a problem. Right. If your long-term plan, plan depends solely on somebody else's goodwill, mm-hmm. you have a serious issue mm-hmm. you need to fix that right because if your long-term plan is not in, within your own reach even if it is that you can't reach it immediately mm-hmm. reach it in steps and stages if right. you can't do that you you yourself can't handle that right you have a problem your long-term goal is is volatile at yes. best right and yes. more likely than not you will never achieve it mm-hmm. because you're not taking responsibility for your own actions actions right and, that, and it's, it's like you're saying we're not saying that people got to become business owners right not saying that Mm-mm. what i'm saying to you is right the eight hours if your eight hours is on a job then you need to make it your best eight hours yes what are you doing to move up who are you partnering at the job with to say you know what say stevie and I, I know that you're good at xyz you know, is, is it possible for you to mentor me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want to learn, right? You got to be eager to learn. My thing is you could start at the bottom in any company because I've did. I mm. started opening doors and it happened to be in winter, what right? <laughs> to moving up to the point where as we speak right now, there's something that I did that I came up with that's used across all 2,000 stores. So every time I walk into a store, mm-hmm. that's my idea right there. My sister worked for the company and she looked, that's, that's her brother idea right there. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? In a Fortune 500 company, f- f- starting from opening the doors, mm-hmm. right? There's no excuse to you controlling yourself. Yeah, there's no sure. excuse to the knowledge that you, that you need to get. Mm-hmm. It's not about being a business owner. What I'm saying, how do you be the best you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. At, at whatever it is. Whatever if it you is. want to be working in the garbage truck, 
how do you be the best? You how do you show up and pick up people garbage? Because guess what, people rely on you. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. them to come and pick up their garbage. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's an essential part in, in in the economy, right? It is. So, it is. So you have to. It is. So, so I'm all mm-hmm. I'm saying is whatever you do, I don't care what is it you do, where, whatever your path is, be your best self. I did. Yeah. Be your best self. And, and educate yourself and take responsibility for yourself. Now, is it sometimes things politically you can't move up and no matter where you try, you can't move up? Yes, yes it of is. course. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Right? And at that point in time, then you shift gear. You have to. Right? That's, the, that's the adapting the sh- part. The adapting part. You shift gear. But my thing is, don't shift gear and go into another environment and say, I ain't going to make sense to move up because I don't do it in the last company and they ain't give me the, they ain't give me the position. You're not entitled. People mm-hmm. think that they're entitled to things. You're not entitled to anything. Right, no, put your put your time and effort in, right, and then reap the rewards. And that's why I always say, think of a farmer, mm-hmm. right? Think of a farmer, and then I'm gonna tell you about the Chinese bamboo stick. <laughs> <laughs> bamboo stick. Yeah, think yeah, of th- a farmer. Think of a farmer. Right? Mm-hmm. The farmer have to prepare the soil, do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So all these bananas and apples and all this stuff that we're buying, mm-hmm. that's the end result. Yeah, that's the end result. We didn't see the, the preparation that went into that, and the time, and then the wait and the patience for him to then be like, oh, finally my banana is here. Let me go sell it now to make the money, mm-hmm. right? Or even when you look at a Chinese bamboo stick. Right where you plant a Chinese bamboo stick, and for five years it's growing. But in fact, for five years you don't see no Nothing. growth. Nothing. No, it's underground. It's underground. The foundation for five five years, no growth, right? But in a matter of six weeks, yes, eighty feet. Yeah, it's the fastest growing. Yeah, it's the fastest growing. Six um, weeks, eighty feet, the and then the first thing people say is, "But how did that happen?" Five you, years. Right. It was rooting as a foundation that you was building for five years. You know what I mean? So you might look and say, "Okay, yeah, I see clean right all over." But it just didn't. It didn't. It didn't happen today. No. I was building this years ago. Yeah, exactly. You get what I'm saying? You're so putting the effort. The first. effort first. And the thing is, sometimes with the farmer, the farmer analogy is powerful mm. because there are more things. There are more variables. Of course, there are way more variables Come to be in a farmer. You get in depth. Yeah. You get in depth. But I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to talk about a couple of them. Go ahead. One, a farmer, a farmer plants seeds, mm-hmm. expecting that they would grow. There are many <laughs> things that happen during the time that these things are growing that affect the yields of the farmer. Mm. Mm. If I planted something in the hills right now, a mm. monkey could come eat the whole thing. Right. Break your heart. Right. But what, what are you going to do? You're going to stop farming? No. Right. You try to rectify the situation, set some traps or whatever, and you plant again. So that, again, that is a good analogy for business. It, it Sometimes you plant, you don't reap any, any reward. Right. Something happened, you didn't expect it. Mm. All you do, you, you take the pain, you hit it, because sometimes it, it becomes personal. This is your baby. Mm-hmm. You, you take it, mm. you revise the plan. How could I alleviate the situation the next time? Right. I mean, anything, my thing is like anything you do, you got to put the effort into doing that. My thing is, we talked about athletic stuff earlier, mm-hmm. right? Okay, and the other coach said oh, practicing is only on Wednesdays. But why practicing can't be every day for you? Every day. Right? Kobe mm-hmm. said he worked in the, he's in the gym first. He's in the gym more than anybody else. Everybody else. You know, Le- LeBron James, are in the behind the scenes where people don't see. Where they don't see. Why do a coach tell you practicing is on Wednesday? Why? For you to decide that you're come, why why you're not out there Sunday Monday doing your bits and pieces to, to develop yourself talk, because talk, it's about you. Yeah, we talk about the fifty fifty. We talk about that right. The coach mm. got to do his portion, mm. but then what, when do you hold yourself accountable for your portion, right? And in the society, when do we hold ourselves accountable for oh, our portion. portion, right? In the wow. school system, the government is responsible for their part, yes. But then you as a parent and and, and even you as an individual is responsible for your, your portion part. too. I talked to a teacher the other day and he said, um, the responsibility of the teacher is 30%. Mm -hmm. Provide the material. Mm -hmm. That's it. Provide the material, teach the material. Mm -hmm. Try to make the material 
um, digestible does, right. for, for the majority of you. Right. But each of you are unique people. Mm -hmm. You have to put in the 70% to try to learn the material. I can't teach you if you ain't willing to learn. There's nowhere <laughs> that you could learn what I did not, what, what I cannot force you to learn. Mm -hmm. You have to want to learn. The, 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 the onus is on you. Mm -hmm. my, my parents could send me to the best school in the entire well, world well, and well. I could fail miserably. Right. I could fail miserably for a bunch of things. I could fail because I just didn't care. Didn't care. Right. Oh, yeah. And most of the times when people don't apply themselves, they're they really and, and it's funny you said when we were talking about the entitled part, and it's funny you talk about the teacher, when you talk about the entitled part, right? If you and I go to the same college, gain the same education, probably come up with the same GPA, right? And mm -hmm. we both go to look for a job. What differentiate you from me for that job? Mm -hmm. And you know what it boils down to? Experience and the extra step that you was willing to take. Mm -hmm. Right? I was listening, I was reading a book um, by Michael Malcolm. Cowell or something, something like that. Mm. And he was talking about where, why rich kids move on faster than poor kids, mm -hmm. right? And he did the study. And from September to June, they're performing almost equally, equally. Mm -hmm. right? But here's the problem. Summertime, when the poor kids is running up and down, mm -hmm. the rich kids are in programs, summer camps. Oh, so snap. when September starts, they're done ahead again because the poor kids are most busy for the summer. Going on the best swimming, playing around, playing video game. Wasting time. Wasting basically. time. Or uh, just being recreational. Right, recreational, right. Uh -huh. But then the, the rich people, now they put themselves, the kids them in camps, things to keep their minds, minds going. To keep their minds going. So they're not restarting. They're, not restarting. they're just continuing. They're just continuing. So then it's like, wow, like how, how is that even, like, I mean, wow. It blows your mind. It blows your mind. But then they start talking Summer about... So it's two months? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Two so months, two months of the year, yeah, that's one sixth of the year. Right, and remember, camping is not all serious. No, Don't it's get not. Me wrong. It's not. It's camping is like educational. Whether they're going to the mountain or whatever it is, it's, it's still educational and social at the same time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say, oh, kids need a break. I'm not. I'm not saying they need to be in school all the time. All the time. What but I'm they saying need to is be engaged. Engage, engage. The when I look at the culture here and the culture where I grew up in for school up there, we. We are exposed to, like, my, my school trips is like the Statue of Liberty, Twin Towers. Mm -hmm. You know, we, that's, that's what we do to, like, for, for engagement. Mm -hmm. Here, I try to picture, like, what does, that, what does that really look like for the kids here? You know what I mean? There's no library or nothing that kids could go to. Like, I spend a lot of time in the library because mm -hmm. it's a different from, from being home. It's mm -hmm. not, the distraction is limited, mm -hmm. right? Or you could have, a tut uh, like, a tutor class going on there and they engage with other kids yeah. that probably don't even go to the same school. school yeah. But so no, no, you mentioned But no, you mentioned thing because now they're, they're, Networking. Hanging, they're hanging out with a kid from maybe convent and now all of a sudden they're getting some the knowledge. Exactly. That, you know what I'm saying? You're the expanded perspective. Right. So, and you're intertwining in, in a network. In a network. That so, could be beneficial for them come on, for years For years. Come. So it's, mm. it, like, so everything is, like I said, 50-50. So it's not always about oh, what the government doing or what what the parents are doing is like what all of us are doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What all of us are really doing to help to move the society forward. forward yeah. Right? And, and, and because with the visas and people traveling more often, we have no excuse mm -hmm. as to why, as a nation, we can't be that nation. It's true. You know what I mean? Why Sinkis can't be that uh, why, why do we have the limits, the pre-proposed limits? Like, right. it's, like, it's almost like saying we have the entire world mm -hmm. right on our fingertips. Right. We have a phone. Everybody right. got a phone Everybody, now. Right. Everybody phone, <laughs> the internet. We got LTE now. Right. Right. My God. Right. Right. right? And what are we using this to do? The other day, I went to talk to, um, to Virtual Site. That, uh, that invited me to talk to a class at Virtual Site. It was mm -hmm. a farm, actually. Mm -hmm. I think it was third farm. Mm -hmm. And I asked them, like, you know, what do you guys do on the internet? Mm -hmm. 
they go on YouTube, you know. They probably go on porn, but they ain't say that. Yeah, um, they, they, they go on YouTube, they go on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Most of them spend, say they spend most of their time on Facebook. Facebook. They spend right. most of their time on Twitter. Some of them love Twitter. Some of them love Instagram mm-hmm. and all this stuff and mm-hmm. so on. And I said, um, what do you guys want to do with, with your life? Like, mm-hmm. after you finish with school, what are you trying to do? Right. Um, somebody said they want to, they want to go into um, rocket science. They want to be a rocket scientist. That's mm-hmm. what they want. Not mm-hmm. an astronaut. Mm-hmm. He just likes the science, science part of it. Okay. I said, um, when last did you look up stuff about a rocket science? What, when last did you look at a rocket scientist, even an interview with a rocket scientist? Right. He said, well, man, I never, I never do that. I said, why can't you do it? Mm-hmm. He said, um, just never thought about doing it. Right. I said, what do you look at? You Do you use YouTube? He said, mm. yeah, I use YouTube. I said, what do you use YouTube to do? To do. Right. He said, I use YouTube, you know, watch music videos. And I said, this afternoon when you go home, look up rocket science. Right. Find out as much as you can before tomorrow about rocket science. science. And then tell me, and it gave them my number. No, right. tell, how easy is it for you to find stuff about rocket science and, and YouTube? The same YouTube so, they used to use. Yeah. And put... By peradventure, the guy actually messaged me. The, mm. the young man, he messaged, he sent a, a WhatsApp to me. Mm. And he said, yo, this thing is, is amazing, Stephen. It's amazing. I mm. said, continue doing that. Right. Because you have the tools that we did not have back then. Right. They we had to go to a library. And then sometimes the library that we had was limited. Or, or, or wait for the books to come or something. Wait yeah. for a book. Yeah. I could tell you the, the truth. I wanted to do photography. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the library, there was not even <laughs> one book about right. photography. There was not one book about movies or anything like that. Right, right. The, the library had a lot of other things. They had things that were, were scholastically driven. They had things about math. They had things about science. They had things, right. All kind of different things. Right. But nothing about the specialty field that I had. Right. I had to, like, I mean, when we, as we grew up and we get into college age and them kind of things, of course, the course. internet started to come on stream and then YouTube and Wikipedia right. and all these things. But these things were developing as I got up. To that age, to age right, right? right? Exactly. Whereas it's like my they parents b- telling me go to college now, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but like, but like at the end of the day, you have this. No, right? They get it right, right at the fingertip. So just saying, it's like it, it's almost like. But you saying that, right? You you look at the word opportunity, right? How do, or, uh, great mm-hmm. in the same book, right, by Malcolm. A scientist choose. I forget a group of kids with IQs above one hundred and sixty. Right, 150, sorry. Uh-huh. Right? Wow. But then when they follow these kids throughout their life, some became politicians, some went on to do something, and then some, nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Like, nothing at all. But these are, the smart, these are people that could solve cases, like, like they solve problems like this. Uh-huh. So, they try to, so then they say, okay, wait, hold on. What, what's going on here? Then they start digging down, trying to figure out, okay, who come from what background and da-da-da-da. And mm-hmm. basically, summary of it is that they're just saying, like, your environment has a lot to do with how you go, right? And in the opportunity. So, for example, this guy called Chris Long, I think it is, smartest guy on the planet, as, of, as we speak. Chris right? Long. Yeah, mm-hmm. as we speak, right? He went to college, but then his mother didn't have enough money to pay for his college. Mm-hmm. So he dropped out. That's the first opportunity for nobody to realize his smartness, mm-hmm. right? Boom, he dropped out. Then he started cleaning in, 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 in school, in Started a school. cleaning? Yeah, cleaning in a school, uh-huh. right? In a college, sorry. Uh-huh. And a professor had a math problem on the on the on the blackboard. On the, on the board. Uh-huh. And the professor expressed to him how pissed he is that nobody could solve mm-hmm. the problem. Mm-hmm. And he didn't solve it, but he is just, he could solve it. 
But because of opportunity, he, he wasn't he wasn't trained to, to really recognize opportunity. Opportunity when he came. When he came. So you talk about when they're saying like with, with, with some parents, what they do is train the kids some young to have adult conversations where your kids go to the doctor and sometimes the doctor might ask the kid, well, what's, what happened to you? Mm. But the parent answer. Oh. The parent answer. You see? So... But when, they, when you give the kids the opportunity to interact with the doctor, mm -hmm. they're no longer shy about seizing opportunity to have a conversational yeah. engagement. Mm -hmm. So Chris Long missed out. Thank God they made that show, I think, So You Think You're the Smartest or some crap like that. Mm -hmm. And that's how they discover that the guy IQ, and he's a farmer, and that's how they discover that he IQ is like higher than everybody else. You know Craziness. What I'm but, 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 but yet he's not out there, well, maybe now, but at the time he's not out there doing nothing with that knowledge because, again, of opportunity. Not being able to seize opportunity. opportunity many times. Well, the fact that he was in school and then the next time was being clean at the school and the professor asked and nobody could solve the problem. But and he, 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 he could have done he, it. He could have done it. But because he don't know to seize opportunity, he just he let it go. Yo, listen, like like the other day I was talking to Nikhil, Nikhil mm. Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said, What he said? He said, Stephen, no matter what you 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 think, remember that our people are coming from a slave culture. culture. Right. A colonialistic, like, suppressed culture. culture. That's true. Right? That's true. When our parents teach us anything, they teach us never to make a splash. Don't, don't make too much noise. Stay quiet. quiet. Um, like you, you're talking too much. You, right. you know, be, be, be in the corner. Don't be seen and don't be heard. Heard. Right. So we come from a culture where we kind of really, like, but, but, I mean, isn't it funny, like, when you're in school, you're taught to just work on your own. Nobody's supposed to help you with your problems. Like, yeah, it's all you. It's all you, right? But then you come out into the real world and you're telling you group effort. Group effort. <laughs> right here, you know about group I don't know anything about group effort. It's true. Yeah, and but, then the judge said, oh, he's not a team player. <laughs> your, your whole educational life is like, hey, hey, you copying? How <laughs> oh, dare you? Yeah. You know why you fail? Yeah. Because you're copy. Because you ain't supposed to copy. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be helping that person, Stevie. Focus on your own paper. You remember? I know. I don't know if you remember this, but we were in um, high school. First, mm. I think it's first farm and second farm. Mm. Um, I I used to do homework sparingly. Like mm. what I used to do is come to school in the morning and, and try to try to try to knock it out the park. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I remember. Yeah. I remember. That. <laughs> I like, was rushing before the park. Yeah, just rushing. Just rushing. Man, if you used to do that, it, that, I used to do it too. Yeah, I, I do it. copy, <laughs> copy, and then like Bennett, you know, rest but, soul. Yeah. He used to come with the homework done and so on. Like yeah, Bennett and he's away with this here quick. Like, we here at 8 o'clock in the morning. Group effort. <laughs> but, but, but look at it, right? I think it's because, like, in first time, we worked so close together, right? Yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. That by time to move on, a lot of us went to the same class again. Yeah, we did. We went to, we went to, one, we went to 2A1. We went to 1A1, then 2A1. A lot of us moved on. Us move on. Yeah. Because what? Group effort. The group effort. We, <laughs> we, used to, we used to work so closely together. Mm -hmm. I hold each other down so much yeah. that... Almost the entire class. Into, almost the entire I think class. Maybe one or two people didn't go, but yeah. the, almost the entire class the went forward. So that was that was the strategy right there. But at the time we didn't know that that's good, that group effort. That's really group effort. But yeah, but, that's, but looking back in retrospect, mm -hmm. that's how life is. Yeah, that's how life is. I'm not saying like don't prepare because God, God, God oh. forbid, that's a bad. <laughs> that is a bad mentality. The last of, minute thing, of course, that is a horrible mentality to hold on. But I'm just saying, like in terms of you're right. Like we, we the culture in the schools mm. is is anti-progressive right like we need to be able to tap into multiple multiple um um talents mm -hmm. multiple um multiple potentials and then with the, the kind of questions you was asking the young men those are the kind of questions the teachers need to ask yeah you know what i mean but, but i mean it takes a teacher to be passionate but that's the kind of thing like why why like hitting the students and we do that why not 
if a student say, yo, I want to make my own makeup line, mm. why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? You know what I mean? What like, do you need? Yeah. And, and then the support that you give them. Yeah. My thing, let's go all the way and see if it can work. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's go until it fails. Yes. And then if it, when it fails, the student has learned so, so much. In the, in the process. In the process. And they learned it. They learned it without having to pay bills. You, you see what I mean? You see, the, you see the beauty in it? I see it. I carried you. We, we, we gave you experience right, right up to Fifth Farm. Right. And now it's like, you, you are unstoppable for us. Right. A lot of the things in business are the, the pitfalls that some people would have to experience when they're old. Right. And when it's a detriment. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, God forbid, failing sounds easy. Yeah, yeah, but no. when you fail and you have, like, commitments, it's right. just a different... You right. can't tell your children, I failed today. <laughs> so you can't eat. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. But then if you're in school, you're mm-hmm. already being provided for. Mm-hmm. You want to do a small-scale business. Why not? Well, I, I, one of the things that me, right, is like... Especially with this business down here, you get that from family members and friends and older generation is always giving me a lot of lecture about, oh, make sure you do this, make sure you get them people, people at the teeth, you know, that's right? Uh-huh. To be honest with you, I block it out a lot because in my thing is, what have you done? Mm, that's a powerful question. You know what I mean? It's, that's a powerful it, question. You find people that have a lot of opinion on things that they have no expertise in. None at all. Or no experience in. None at all. Like you never even try to fail at something, but then you want to tell me, like how to go. So I I, I listen mm-hmm. because you know I don't want my, my arrogance or anything to kick in. So I listen. Mm-hmm. But I do shut off after a certain time because you realize everybody wanna preach and tell you how you should run your business. Yeah. But they themselves never even get started. Never, never run a business. Right. And you gotta be careful because it goes back to your kids now. Mm-hmm. Right? You are your first kids. You're you you're you're the you're the role model. Mm-hmm. Right? You're the first example of what a role model is. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be careful because when you when they realize you like to sleep, they like to sleep. Right? When they realize you're always pushing yourself, they learn to push themselves. Right? But then when you, how you, how you, how, don't be a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Don't come beat me as a kid and tell me I need to do my homework and do my school and push myself to get A's. And then you yourself as an adult don't even do nothing. Not even your job. Yeah. You ain't even trying to get promoted. No. You ain't you know trying. I mean? You ain't trying to get promoted. But you're beating me telling me I need to do my things in school. But you don't understand you're the first example. And when parents start to take themselves seriously, kids, kids start to take themselves seriously. Yeah, I always tell people like, if 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 I'm coming to your house to to right, if I'm coming to your house and your mom, and I always say what's important to the what's important at the top mm-hmm. trickles down, right? Whether you like it or not, I could come to your mom's house and your mom don't like shoes on her carpet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You probably don't give a crap. I don't give. You points. don't give a crap, yeah. but you know it's important to her. Yeah. So before I come to the house, you're like, hey, Quasim, look. My mother don't like her shoes and she can't. Yeah, just feel it. You're going to tell me before I get there, you're going to tell me when I get there. Uh-huh. Because what's important to the people at the top is important to the people at the, the bottom. bottom. What's important to the government is becomes important, important to, to the people. people. If crime is important, crime, crime is becomes important. important. If yeah, people move, true. if a society moving forward, it becomes important to the people at the people bottom. Forward. If the government is saying entrepreneurship and promoting uh, entrepreneurship, it right. becomes important. It entrepreneurship is important. You have to encourage that. Because at the end of the day, you're also giving people jobs. Yeah. You're giving people opportunity. You got to take this thing serious. Why is it that the Chinese can go to any country in the world and, and then get a loan from their own country? They don't even need that country to give them a loan. The government system is set up where they get the loan from there. Straight up. Straight up. You know what I mean? Why? Why we don't have that? I'm not saying, like again, I said it's 50-50. Mm-hmm. So I need, it's clear that you need to understand it's 50-50. I'm not saying the government need to give me a handout. Yeah. But you're also in a position to create opportunities. I'm in New York City, I could get grants. Mm-hmm. I was about to start a daycare, you could get grants to start a daycare. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They have grant system there. Mm-hmm. There's no system here that actually gives the entrepreneur the opportunity to move forward. You get what I'm saying? Because then, 
when you give people you got your, your production mm-hmm. stuff how much kids out there now would love to get into this if mm-hmm. you have a grant where you could really yeah expand and do it expand yeah. your business then you got peop, young kids coming in mm-hmm. so now when you ask them where they want to be in school now it's no longer teacher work in the bank or some crap it's I like I want to be a, a, a filmmaker I yes. want to be a director I want to be guess what? a marketing person Blue Produ- you know what I mean Blue Touch Productions, Blue Touch Productions is there yeah so they, could, so they could go towards that mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's true uh, it, it, it's It's, it's very important. How do we move to a country into tourism and hospitality, but then don't take that part serious where the kids are still going out to study? I mean, you got to study to be a doctor. It's all good, but how much doctors? I mean, limited people. And exactly. How much, how much doctors? But then, it, you see, it comes right back to what we were saying earlier. How much land do you have? Right. How much doctors do you need right. for 35,000 people? Right. And remember, trust is a big thing, eh? Yeah? Because if I've been being a doctor for a couple of years, Nobody, and you just coming to be a doctor. Nobody coming to, to you. Nobody taking the chances on you, though. No, not with them. Not, not, not what I'm saying. <laughs> you ain't know me. Like, so I'm not discouraging the opportunity, yeah. but what I'm saying is because it's the only thing that kids know, you have the same cycle happening all yeah. the time. Same, same You careers. ask the kids what they want to be good on there. Business management, accountant. The, like the same thing that I keep telling you. Nobody's saying, you know what? I want to be a software engineer. I want to create apps. I want to be a security specialist. I want to do forensic mm. I want to like you're not gain those answers right? I want I want to I want to do hemp I want to do hemp production um, yeah, factory factory I like, want to produce this. this I want to be a hub I want to make a hub for saying it's in like like network wise I want to do a network business I want to do a networking come business on, come on we I want to be a venture capitalist you know right what, what, and that's because the kids are not being challenged So we so and then and then you got to be careful as a teacher, right? Because we're grooming the kids them with the same thing. Everybody's being taught a certain way. And they they're staying within the lines, mm-hmm. and you're not. You need to get teachers to start to question the why not. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why that that question is so big because if you get that why not, it's hard to challenge the kids. You did it. How come you did it in the space of time that you've been there? Mm-hmm. And now get a kid to actually text you to tell you, yo, thank you for the. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, that little thing you did. Big questions. That's just little questions. So why are we not, why don't we have like power? Like when I was in school, like in, when I went to my school in New York, mm-hmm. we have classes where it's like business classes, but you're actually going to like businesses. You're going to Wall Street and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You get to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You get to, you know, interact, with. interact with people. Or we would get to like, we have like, uh, there's a period of like, I think it's an hour mm-hmm. where we could, is that we're going to the court system to see how the court is done. Uh, we get to choose different things that we want to do mm-hmm. from a learning standpoint. Right, wow. I got involved in stocks again because there was something called the Kurt Thomas Challenge, um, and he used to play for the New York Knicks at the time, mm-hmm. and he had an investment challenge that the schools and part, part participated in. Right, I wanted to go to school for graphic designing, but then when I learned about that, I'm like, who money makes money? Let's huh? do this. You know, I was like, keep my hands on soft. Right? <laughs> <laughs> keep my hands on soft, but but coming from this culture, coming from seeing it, I was already done conditioned to like either do the, the same things them. Mm-hmm. But then, I didn't know what the hell investment and stocks is. And I'm like, wait a minute, you could, wait, you, wait, hold on, your money could make money? Wait, come on, what? Oh, yes, I like this. And I got into that and learned that aspect of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I taught and went us, deep into it. I went deep, deep into it. Read books, you know, read balanced income statement, buy, like, dude, I, I, I buy college, I didn't go to college, but I, went, I, buy, I bought college books. Mm-hmm. I was going to the library studying like as if I'm taking an exam. Right? That's how deep that's it how became. Deep you had. That's how deep it is for me. But then you, you, you gotta be passionate. I mean, yeah. let's, 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 let's go with that because mm-hmm. I, wanna, I wanna, I think, the conversation I had with you, you explained like, like what stocks are and what stocks are and mm-hmm. what trading is and so on. Right. And I think you explained in a way that, that, that was really e- interesting and easy to kind of digest because right. I think 
because we, uh, as a culture, I don't think we are very financially literate in that way. In we that don't way. really, in, we don't really understand the whole stocks and bonds and investments and so yeah. on and how that because, goes. Because, because see what happened is right. It's hard to save yourself to wealth. I'll be mm. honest with you. I think right? it's almost impossible right now because uh, uh, yes, I mean it was only re- recently a couple of years ago. I think National Bank their savings. Uh, it went down to two percent, right? A little over two percent, right. it wasn't three percent. It's, it's so, hard to save that, but but what happened is right. Sometimes when you see the news, a lot of like negativity, and I think the negativity is designed on purpose to keep it exclusive. To, to keep it exclusive, yeah. To keep it because exclusive. I myself, for the years that I've been in it, I really see nothing scary in there. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about investment before recession and after recession. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, matter of fact, after the recession went down, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because then all the stocks and rebound. Oh, right, <laughs> with investment, it starts from really. I tell people it starts from something that you're passionate about. Is it a certain brand you like to wear? Mm-hmm. Is it a certain set of food you like to eat? Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is, it starts from. You know what? How could I invest in KFC? Mm-hmm. How, you know what I mean? I like KFC. Division seems to love KFC. I need to start to get some money from these guys. Uh-huh. And you simply go, you search the, the company Yum brand, mm-hmm. and you'll find their own KFC, Taco Bell, and all this stuff. There's no better feeling to know you're walking around, and I, or no better feeling for me mm-hmm. when I'm in Sinkets and watch the lines in KFC. And in my mind, I'm like, yeah, boy. You know what I mean? My, dividend check. my dividend check is going to look good. You know what I mean? Because it's, 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 it's developing. As people invest in, as people buy, buy in. you gain more. You gain, yeah. you get, you're getting peace out of it. You know what I mean? You invest more, you get more. Yeah. It, it, it's just the dynamics of it. But people tend to shun from finance because they don't really understand it. Um, but like anything else we were talking about, if you take the time to invest into getting a little bit of knowledge of it, you realize that it's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. Back to what you said earlier, when I started doing investment, mm-hmm. a lot of things I had to work out with calculator. Now, when I go on like yahoo.com to check out stuff, everything already worked out for me. To the point where sometimes I'm teaching people and I'm still teaching them from the calculator, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. they're like, your curious answer is right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? They already calculated they're it ca- for me already. They calculated for me already. So, there's, like I said, there's really just no excuse. But what you find, like, from my studies recently in the UK, like, the young kids in the UK, they're the ones, if you go on YouTube a lot, they're the ones that's really taking advantage of trading. They're the one that's doing that. But what is trading? What is what is the difference between investment and trading? Yeah, what is the, what is what is trading? Because you do a lot of trading. trading. Yeah, I do trading. Um, I think you have stocks, yes. I have stocks, yeah. And so, you might have some bonds. But so, in terms of so, so the inve- the investment portion, when you use the word invest, is more of like sometimes like long term play, mm-hmm. which is like a year and better. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you invest in, when you make a decision to invest, is because you may be passionate about that company. Mm-hmm. Or the product, or the direction of where you think they're gonna go. And this is stocks, right? Yeah, this, this is, is buying stocks. stocks, buying in a stocks. Company. Yes, exactly. Which this is, is buying, buying a share in a company. in a company. So yeah, that's that's what stocks is mm-hmm. ownership in a company, mm-hmm. right? And once you buy that little ownership, where there's one share, mm-hmm. right? You can still technically say you own it. The only thing is that what uh, what, uh, what <laughs> percentage? Right? What percentage? <laughs> that's the difference. But the point is, you could actually use that word. So I could sit down in front of the CEO and be like, "Yeah, you know, I own this company." I mean, he gonna agree, yes. But then you can go down to a what percentage? You don't really matter, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like zero point zero 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 right, two percent. Right. But the point is, you could you, use, you, you could use that terminology, mm-hmm. right? When you because invest, as the business grows, you grow, you gain exactly. you gain, you gain dividends back. You right. gain once it's experiencing growth, mm-hmm. you are also growing with you're the growing company, with it. So, and so, you could reinvest your dividends, dividends and all that stuff back into, into buying more more so, stuff. Yeah, so, so you you find like so with investment, like I said, it's like more of a long term strategic thing. I love KFC. I'm connected to KFC. I like I, Google. I like Google. Amazon. Amazon. This stuff. iPhone. Um, Apple. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, I love, matter of fact, you're an iPhone lover. Why are you not invested in Apple? Exactly. That, that's my first. I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you asked that. So you're an iPhone lover. You are you're screaming, bleeding Apple. For Apple. Yeah. And you're not, you don't have the shares? 
Yeah, that's weird. You know what I mean? That's, that, that, that's pretty weird. That's pretty weird. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, the lev- that's where investments start from. Mm-hmm. When you see things like this and you feel like you're diehard about something, why are you not investing in it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's the investment portion of it. Trading is more of like an in and out kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I might buy uh, some shares in a thing and then try to flip it. It's almost like real estate flipping houses. Yeah. Where yeah. It's not, you're not holding it for long term. You're just yeah. flipping it. For yeah. as much as you could get, for, yeah, you know, like the quick money kind of thing. Quick you buy money. for ten thousand, you sell it for twelve, 13, twelve, thirteen, and you move right. on. Right, so you just you you just in and out. It's an in and out kind of thing with trading. Mm-hmm. Versus investment is like you could buy and I'm building long term and yeah. ten years, it ten doubles. years, and uh, yeah, that, that yeah. that's the long term play to it from the investment standpoint. But the trading is more of like a, a in and out kind of kind of dynamics of it. Mm-hmm. But I usually encourage people to to invest, mm-hmm. um, simply because. Your money working for you, yeah. Right. While we're sleeping, while I'm talking to you now, my investments is working for me. Uh-huh. My money is literally growing. Making more money. I'm, I'm not worried about inflation. And what inflation is is that a, a dollar is not worth a dollar next, next year, year or the yeah. year after. It depreciates by about twenty three percent every year. Right. So every now, every five years is like fifteen percent exactly. less money. So so you so you gotta you gotta be careful when you talk about oh I love to see my ten thousand dollars in my savings account because couple years I don't know what the ten thousand could have bought today. Cannot buy that anymore. Right. It's actually if you had ten thousand dollars and it's five years beyond then it's eighty it's really eighty five hundred. Right. So you so you have to so you in have value. Right. So you have to that's what I'm saying. So you have to but 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 the, the Look, man, the banking system, when I was with my mentor a couple of years ago, we was, we was on a trip. The banking system, right, when the capitalism how come about, mm-hmm. it was that I used to, for example, I would borrow money from you, uh-huh. right, and I'll start a business, and i give you back your money. Mm-hmm. Then I decided I want to start another business, and i borrow money from you again, and i start another business. And then after a while, you're like, hey, 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 hold up. Wait. You're using my, you know what I mean? Using me saying money over and over to make money for yourself. Right, right. So you I just, need a percentage. Right. So, or, matter of fact, you said, hey, me giving you no more money, right? Uh-huh. So then peop, capitalists, people like entrepreneurs, people like us went back years ago and, and in the bank and said, yo, to, to the government, I'm like, yo, we need to start to create a, spa- a place that people like Stevie uh-huh. could put his money and in that place, give me the money. Oh. And thus the stock market was born. Bond and the banking system. Because now mm-hmm. you put your money in the bank account, mm-hmm. getting your little one percent. I borrow your money from the bank. From the bank, and I make my I make my money, yeah. and then get it back back the money and you. So, so you you, you got to understand something. Your money in the bank. If you have ten thousand in the bank account right now, you open your thing. It, all they're doing is just an accounting system, you know. All yeah. they know is that they owe you ten thousand. That's all they know. That's all they know. But then they're using that ten thousand now for leverage for to people do like other me. Things, yeah. To make money, you understand? That the bank make money off of your money. Exactly. When you, if you really want to figure out how the bank make money, it's because it's off of your money. Yeah. Right, because but, they, you know, and, and the thing is that what the playoff of is, there's very there's an unlikelihood that everybody right. will come back asking for their money at the same, at the time. same time. Right. So 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 you so you gotta so, so to, when you think of it, because if I come to you and be like, "Yo, Steve, let me get ten thousand dollars," never. So I say, "Yeah, no, the banking system is there. I know that you, you the bank don't even have to convince you to put your money in there. No. You can put it in there because you feel it's safe. It's so safe. You put, you, you put right. ten thousand dollars in, right. and then you go and you collect the ten thousand dollars. Yes." And that's what that's what they have to create the banking system. That's where the banking system came it's from. Far, yeah. It came from that because you know the poor people are where they're gonna put the money in there. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean, to go back further, mm-hmm. it actually came from gold. Gold, yeah. yeah and gold. the gold system because the money t- right. exactly because the money was Tra- easier to carry than Tra- gold. Right. But then somebody, the, the person holding the gold, the person mm-hmm. had the the infrastructure to house the gold, gave receipts. Right. And the receipt said, "Hey, look, I owe you this amount of this amount of pounds of gold." Right. The receipt was easier to carry. Mm-hmm. It was lighter on your pocket. pocket. You didn't have to have a whole like trailer full of but gold, the, and it was harder to steal because you right. could keep it on your 
person. I remember, um, I but then the person realized, hey, I got all this goal. Yeah. Like, nobody coming back for the goal. They're like, the money better, the, the, the receipts. Right. I know as valuable as the goal Go. inside my, my coffers. Because I say that. But I got the goal. Right. So it's, I could lend somebody some, some receipts. I got the leverage, yeah. And then they pay me back more. Right. It's like when you watch the lotto system, right? You mm-hmm. wonder why the lotto paying out so much money. It's really your money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, all of us money. All of us money. Pooling yeah. together and, 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 and hoping to win. Uh-huh. And you worry, the pool. Why, why is the pool going up more and more? Because more people <laughs> investing in the lotto. <laughs> so the pool is bigger. <laughs> and they're not paying out more money than their profits. But, they're uh, just paying. It's a fraction. I'm telling so you. I could imagine if the lotto is paying you. If the lotto. If the lotto because it's not a possible, it's not always possible that somebody gonna win this jackpot. Eh? Right. The jackpot gonna go on for years. Look, something man, nobody they, gonna win. They, they know this. They know it. The yeah. probability is very low they, they, they right? with all the tickets they're selling. <laughs> but like, if, if they think, if you think about it, if the lotto is making ten million dollars, mm-hmm. the jackpot is a million dollars. <laughs> the lotto made nine million dollars for doing nothing but, but promising you a million no. dollars, and, and, and it could be done. It, easy. I could come and say, "Does Stevie look?" You want to bet on this? And I collect ten dollars from you, ten dollars from you, girl, ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars, ten dollars. Times a million. Right? And I'm only paying out X amount. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm paying I, one, like ten percent. Right. And then, and then I, it's a probability that I, I might not even right. have to pay ten percent. Right. And you give somebody, give maybe one, or give one person the opportunity to win because you can't think the system is rigged. You get what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah, somebody yeah. got to win. Yeah, at yeah. some point. At some point. At so some when point. you get a person a chance to win, it's like, oh yeah, you win this time. Bam! I, yeah. I invest in. I got investing. Matter of fact, I put in more. I more. put in ten. I put in twenty now. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. I'll so, put in fifty because I, mean, I want a higher chance probability that I win. Yeah. So you, you you understand that when it comes to like investment and these kind of stuff, it's like you have to put your money to work for you. Yeah, you do. It's very important that you put your money to work for you. Um, but most people are discouraged by it. But again, with all the internet resources and all that stuff, and I learn not from somebody teaching me. I learn from going online and mm-hmm. reading books. That's where I learn from. You know what I mean? As I start to, you know, meet men, men, um, mentors and go to other entrepreneurs meeting and meet other different people, then you get to learn their tips and tricks. And tricks, yeah. But it started from me. It started from me. You really. had to have the drive to do the it. The drive and dedication. And it's not so much like, oh, I love stocks so much. I just love the idea that the money can make money because I want to keep my hands soft. Right? So I, so <laughs> Guys, let me just say what he say, keep saying. That. Q's hands are incredibly soft. If right. you shake his hand, he's like, you could tell that like, he don't lift no blocks. Right. He don't fix no cars. Uh, nah. he's, he's as far away from a mechanic as you could possibly uh, yes. get. Yes. Look, it's mental. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I work mentally. mentally. You know, I work and it's like, I have a friend and I told her, like, if I die, she would be the person to write my book or finish it. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when we finished high school, she was like, you know, cute all the knowledge you have, you should go to, go to college. Mm-hmm. I said, look, man, I'm prepared to work five. At that time, it was five times harder. Mm-hmm. Now I said 20, but it was five times harder then. And she's one person who said, dude, she watched me through the entire Perfect. struggle. Her whole family sit back and be like, yo, bro, you used to come around and you really said that you're going to do things. And like, you really did it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's the kind of person I am. I zero focusing on the things I want to do. I'm not really distracted by the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you ask me, if I, if I die today, I still kind of die happy mm-hmm. because I die kind of pursuing what I wanted I to, to do. do. Yeah. And then creating the foundation for my, for my family. Things I took it. something from a movie before and this is going to... I'm going to try to keep it PG-13 as much as possible, uh-huh. right? But this, um, this pastor... Let me see guy in my book here. This, this priest was taking a young girl home mm-hmm. and he put his hand on her, 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 her leg, her leg uh-huh. right? And she said to him, Father, remember it was Luke something, right? Uh-huh. And he said, sorry. And he moved his hand. Further down in the drive, he put his hand a, a little bit higher on her leg. Uh-huh. She said, Father, remember Luke, whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. He said, I apologize, the, the, the flesh is weak. Uh-huh. 
closer to her house. He do it again. She said, "Father, remember Luke." Blah 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 blah. He and didn't know what he. <laughs> so anyway, he got no, he got down. I mean, he got to her house. He drop her off. Uh-huh. Run home. Pull Luke. out Luke. When he pull out the chap, whatever what the chapter was, and I, I gave you so that way you could get the full draft of it. It actually was telling him to go further. Go further. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go further, and you should feel the glory. Oh, snap. Right? But yeah. because you don't know your subject. Yeah. You are a priest and don't know your subject. Mm. You lose out on a golden opportunity. In business, in school, thing. in life period, if you don't understand your craft, you're going to lose out on an opportunity. And as a priest, he lost out on an opportunity because, because he, he didn't, didn't know. He didn't know his craft. You get what I'm saying? So it's very, 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 very important for you to apply yourself. Mm-hmm. It's very important. And I was saying all that because it's like, Understanding investments and all the investment and business and all that stuff. I take important. a lot of time in in the morning. I read my books, even if I gotta read a chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, power with my mentors. Um, in the afternoon, probably reflect with my mentees. Mm-hmm. It's keep myself sharp, keep moving forward. I'm humble uh, by design when you see me, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm a, I'm a kind of person where I don't believe in imposing what I'm about or so what I believe somebody, on people, mm-hmm. right? But if you if you open it up. If you open up a conversation for it, then then we would have this dialogue like how we do now. Yeah. Because I've saw you many times when I came here. Of course. But we never really no, engage. Engage. Yeah. But we've talked about like random like things. Like, yeah, yeah. You doing, blah, 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 but yeah. never really get into it. Mm-hmm. But the last the last encounter we had was an opportunity that, that, yeah, caused, we talk, we that caused us to engage. And because mm-hmm. we did that, then I'm you know, you know have, here on the show. Right. So it I'm not the kind of person to impose, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I'm willing to give. But I'm not imposing because I, I don't like people to impose on me either. Right, I, mean, I, I believe mean. that we all take the path they want to take. But, mm-hmm. I, but what I'm going to say, what I want, peop- what, what want people to get from this show is that if you want something in life, you got to push for it, right? You got to um, connect yourself with the people that's moving forward. Mm-hmm. You got to change your environment. You cannot be in the same environment where you want this and you want that, mm-hmm. right? You have to put yourself in a position to succeed. Understand your craft. Don't miss out an opportunity. Understand that you're not entitled, mm-hmm. right? Things are not going to be given to you. You got to go out there and bust your ass for it. And there are going to be times where you feel like you're discouraged, yeah. right? But you have to make that step. I remember going to the bank to try to get some money. They didn't give it to me. And then I was in the bank recently, not for that, but for something else. And the girl said, I remember you. And I said, oh, really? And she said, yeah, if I'm clean, right? And she, then she said, um, oh, I remember when... Um, what you call it when you came and submit your thing? She said, uh-huh. is, it, "Is it funny that the directors them came back to ask, how come you're not coming back in? How come right? you're not coming? But they didn't deny. You. They didn't they deny me. But they deny me because they didn't know my name, my last name. Oh, you know what I mean? Not because of my business plan. It's, it's so funny that That's is weird. That's so, weird. So not because of my business plan, but because my last name don't look familiar. Don't look familiar. You get what I'm saying? That, to me, that like, how, how? That's very small. Right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. So, so you was going to kill my opportunity to grow. If I was that type of person, mm. you was going to kill my opportunity to grow because you didn't know my last name. You know what I mean? Mm. But because I'm the type of person to push on, mm. and, and because of where I'm at right now, you push on and then they're like, oh, yeah, now we want to be affiliated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes, and I understand as a bank, you're giving people money, but sometimes there's some people, and, and sometimes the bad ones, they make it hard for the good ones. They but, do, yeah. But there's some people that, you could feel it in them that they're gonna go places, mm-hmm. right? And doing that interviewing process for the business plan and all that crap, you need to sit down with people and kind of really read what what they're saying, yes, but then also read their energy. There's mm-hmm. fight. You could. It's just sometimes if you meet a girl and you're like, yo, 
I think I like yeah, I like I you. think this is the one. I like her energy. Mm. Man, she didn't even give you a whole life story, no, but she didn't. but you gravitate to that. Yeah, so so the interaction and stuff, you need that. Why that's do, why that's why I think that the, the interview part is so important. Because you need to be able to connect with this person more than just the words on a page. Right, right. And they, they might not already the words. Right. They don't know? do that. But then I think I think I mean even even talking about something like that, something so mm. simple as that, I think in our country we miss out on a lot of amazing opportunities because mm. Of nepotism, right, 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 yeah, and yeah. so and it's like we, we kind of stuck and stagnant in certain fields because some people got some really good ideas, but there's no funding the, for them the, to achieve. That's, that's what I'm saying. But 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 how when we talk about the, the the crimes and all these different things, is a lot of people. Like I got a nephew, right, drop out of school, and and I'm like, so I asked him, like, you know, you're not gonna go back to school. And he said no. Because he's been failing all his life, mm-hmm. and the lowest grades him down here, and you know when you as you get. When you, as you get older and you're in them low grades, people start to really look at you as, yeah. as an idiot. That yeah, yeah. It is, right? And his thing was like, he don't want to look like an idiot no more. Right? And there's, he's not getting any help because he has no help at home anyway from, mm-hmm. from an educational standpoint. So his thing is like, man, why would I keep trying to fail all the time? Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's no real backbone and nobody there to really help me. I don't live here, so I can't dedicate the time and effort that he need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But, but he's passionate about something. Right, so I said, okay, well, if you're not going to go to school, then I would help you do what you're passionate about, but you're going to have to be doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I invest in what he's passionate about, and now he's creating his own money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, he's not, you know, the education to do whatever it is, but what he's passionate about now is one that he loves, but then two, he's generating the money. Yeah. You got to understand that we all are not going to be the same. Some no, of us, no. some of us um, from an education standpoint, we're real good. Mm-hmm. And then some of us are not so good mm-hmm. but then sometimes the not so good people also are skillful of something else in something else yeah. and we miss out on the opportunity we, to push to, them to, to, yeah to push them because because of the educational thing we mm. don't we don't we don't shut them we out shut them out yeah he's dunce boom I always say like the best way to deal with crime is, to, is for opportunity it's opportunity you yeah. have to you, you have, have to create you have to create opportunity now, now you, you wonder why like Shark Tank and these kind of things why these billionaires go back and invest into people Small like business. you and I is because they, they know that they're not going to have all the ideas. Yeah. But then they also know in order to grow their money, they need to invest it in the people. Yes. Which means like people like you and I, as we get to where we need to get to, have to find ways to now give the, the younger generation an opportunity chance. to go. Yeah. But then we use our knowledge and our experience now to, to help, guide them, yeah. to help them grow. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? and so they you, don't they avoid some of the pitfalls the that pitfall, they would have. Right. Like obvious and, obvious and, pitfalls and that, that they might not see. See, the problem is, right, culturally we keep thinking because you and I fail, mm. the other person, your kids or whatever need to fail too. No, and that's no. Right. As a parent, you got to set the foundation. You might not build the house, mm-hmm. but you got to set the foundation. Give me something to build from. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what the cycle of life is, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, if, if that was the case, then we would not have these high-rise buildings. We would not have phones. We would not have none of this stuff. Because we are just die stagnant. And we, why would I create a phone for somebody to use it when they're dead? Exactly. You know and that's a small-minded right. mentality. But what? Well, you you got to create that we could evolve. Because when Steve Jobs come with one thing, what do you think happened? People start to know perfect. Mm-hmm. You have two megapixels, then you got four. That's why I said, oh, yeah, four. We so could do eight. Eight. We could do 21. Could do, right. You, why not? You give people the start. So as a, as a parent or even, you know, from a country standpoint, you give the foundation. Do not give me everything. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't cheat me. Do not give me everything. But give me a foundation. Why do I have to start from where you start from? Exactly. Why can't I mean? start from where you are? Well, yeah. Why? There's a, there's an egotistical way of, of looking at it. One time I heard um, an analogy that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'll share it. The, the person said... Sometimes he feels like the older generation are like guys with cars, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
and they, they reach to a certain point on the road. Mm-hmm. There are potholes mm-hmm. all over the road. Mm-hmm. And instead of telling the next generation, hey, look, avoid this pothole, that pothole, and that pothole. Mm-hmm. They look back and say, let's see what's going to happen now. Mm-hmm. Let's, see how they, let's see how they're going to do, if they're going to do better than me. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the problem with that is it's wasting a lot of time. It's a lot of time, yeah. Because yeah. you are not the end of the race. Yes, yes. and, that's, and that's, that's what you find happening. Like, you find people say something like, the poor mentality. I ain't saving up the money because... You, when I did, when I did, Steve, you're gonna spend it with the with the girl or whatever, and spend half my money where I work hard for. What? That's a poor mentality. You watch the rich families them, and why they succeed and go on and on. Is it because they're not thinking that way? No, not There's thinking. all kind of things you could put in place financially mm-hmm. to, to, to to kind of hinder the kids from just squandering the money. All of it, yeah. I trust you, is easy. The trust, the estate, all the mm-hmm. different things that you could put in place. Okay, well, every year they're gonna get this amount of bit, a money, yeah, yeah. right? But then you got to look at it too. Yes, your kid, your daughter, your son might run off with a man or a woman. Right? Mm. But then what if they don't? Your daughter's son might squander the money, but then what if they, they don't? don't? Exactly. It's that what if now. You know but what then I mean? what are you doing to, to alleviate that? Because you could train yeah. children. Yeah. We always got children to be, and, and, and I had this, this, this debate lately. Mm-hmm. We always have children to be inherently mm-hmm. um, bad and negative. Right. And I think that is wrong. Yeah. A child is like a blank, blank canvas. canvas. From the time they're born, they're born with very little. You, yeah. And you add. You, you, as the parent, yes, you yeah. correct, you guide, mm. you instill. Mm. That's all you're doing. In the first six years of a child's life, a child has no real personality. Right. The, the, the child that you send to preschool one day going to come back different the afternoon. Uh, the, the, Completely. The, different, yeah. And, and, and you're right. And that's just how you got to have it. See, I'm blessed, right, in a sense where, I'm blessed with my mom in a sense where, like, you know, educationally, it wasn't her, her, her thing. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I'm glad that she never had this whole vision of what I supposed to be. Oh, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So meaning like, you got to go to school, you got to get education. Like, she wasn't like this at a gara gara. Mm-hmm. Her thing was like, okay, whatever you're going to do, mm-hmm. do it. Whatever you're going to do, do it. Do it. It doesn't matter what. My mom you know the hell stocks and investment was. She and I tell her, she ain't getting college, I'm going to stock, I'm going Wall Street. She like, oh, okay. okay. She have no idea what it is, but she trust in, she, I guess she felt like she did a good job enough to Amazing. trust that. I'm yeah. going to just do whatever it is. And sometimes as parents, right? And I've seen it happen to me where it's like, you want your kids to like, be better than you, mm-hmm. right? Because as a parent, that's what it is, right? I don't, yeah. I don't want you to go through the hardship. But you have to be careful, right? Because then you want to now live out your dream to them. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to yeah. live out your... You and want, that's, a, that's a heavy burden, right? Yeah, it, it's a heavy burden. You want to live out your dream to them. So I always say where, you know, I would have conversation with my kids um, about finance, business mm-hmm. right i'll keep them educationally informed mm-hmm. right that if they decide they want to be a scientist that could be that they could be the scientist all they want but they would understand money and investment and how it work so money, you could be a scientist and still an I, investor i still invest there's nothing wrong with that's that. what i'm saying so i would give them that i ain't saying they're gonna follow the same path because i can't guarantee it mm-hmm. but then who is me now to hug all this knowledge and information that I have and not pass it on to, to them? To children, yeah. That's, that would be a disservice. Or pass it on to the people that's close to me. That's a disservice. Like, like right now as you speak, I'm training a young, a, a business person here that know that I am big in investment. Mm-hmm. Had his son come to me. His son getting ready for college soon mm-hmm. and the son is, you know, understand accounting and stuff like that, but he decided he wanted to understand stocks. Yeah. So I dedicate my Saturday to, to, training, to training him and we spend time doing it and we love it. And that's is no money. That, that, that's no monetary thing. Everything yeah. is always money, money. Yeah, it can. Nah, 
because I could teach him and then he could go on and teach somebody else and, mm-hmm. and understand that that's how the cycle of life works. You got to pass on information. But then it could be even bigger than that. Because you could teach him, you could teach other people, he could come back here and create an investment, investment firm. Which is something that we don't have. We, we, don't, we don't have that. And I always look at it too because I'm saying to myself like, okay, it's one thing for, you, for me to say, okay, people need to invest, right? But I've looked at it here because I'm trying to help people get it started. Mm-hmm. It is tough to kind of establish a US account living here yeah, it is, because yeah. of the stipulation and money and currency and all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to figure out a way. And I'm invest, uh, investing in the time and effort into finding a way that it could be done. Mm-hmm. And once I find a way that it could be done, you encourage my pe- people to say, okay, you know what? Put, a, put $2 there, yeah. uh, $200 a month yeah, into this. Into this right? And watch it grow. Just watch it grow. Just let, leave it. Let Add money to it all the time and watch it grow. This is not a get-rich-quick thing. Scheme, no. It's not. People want to get rich quick. It, it doesn't work that way. Over time, mm-hmm. you start to reap the benefit. It's the truth. It, it, it's, like, it's almost like the parallel of, I could swindle my way into riches. Mm-hmm. Quickly, quickly, mm-hmm. swiftly. Of I course. could tell a couple lies and, and by all means, I have a million dollars. Right. But the longevity of that is very it's short. It's short. short it's short-lived. Like, you, you, you generally then, if you're going to do that, you have to move a lot. Yes. You're going to move from location to location to location because then you have to reset every it's, single time. That's true. Now, if you want to live a long, prosperous life, mm-hmm. you've got to start to think longer-term prosperity. Right. Prosperity that might be slow to come, mm-hmm. but long, like long in the tooth in terms of it's, it's not easy to lose. Right. If right. I have an investment that's going to... Just, <laughs> it's gonna, the, like every year it's going to grow by 7%. So, right. Yes, you said that's the, that's the, that's the rate. Right. Every year it's going to grow by 70%. 7% doesn't sound like a lot. I put in $100, I only make in $107. So, it sounds, right. it sounds right. almost ridiculous. Until the power but of compound kick in. Until the power of compound kicks in. Right. And you start looking at, well, God bid, I put in $100 in this seven years ago. Go, right. And now I've already doubled it. Yeah. In 25 but, years. Yeah. It's already quadrupled. Right. And that's, and that's so with, with compounding, that's what we explain for the listeners, the compounding mm. is, is just your money growing on top of your money. So the $100 is 7%. But now it's 107. So it's, 100, it's, so it's 7% and 107. 107. So it, go, it goes on and on and on and compound and in that dynamic. And, and then by the time it starts to reach to a bigger, when on. it reaches to $1,000, yeah, it's, it's $70 now. Right. You know, it might not sound like a lot, but then think about it. You've now gained 1000 $1,070 from $100. But I love to, and my thing is, I love, what I love to do with people is, I love to say, I love to ask, because when people think like, okay, oh, but I can't, I can't invest, you need X amount of money and all this stuff. You don't need an X amount of money. But I love to ask them how long you've been working. Mm-hmm. And then I do my example and show them how long they've been working and the little $100 or $200, that it would what it would be worth now. And that's when everybody's like, man, yeah, man. You're missing out. You got to start. You have to start. When I started investment TV, I had no money. I didn't come from a rich family. So I used to put $31 a month. It was a dollar a day. A dollar a day. A dollar a day. When I get raised, see the thing is, right, people want bonus, raise, VAT, double salary, all this stuff, right? When I used to get raised, I used to take that invest the raise and add it to investment. When I get promoted, add it to, to investment. investment. Raise again, add it to investment. Promotion, add it but to I mean, investment. you're doing this thing for a long time. I've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing it for a long time. That is what helped me to be yeah, financially yeah. free in a sense because mm-hmm. you, I wasn't chasing money. I didn't want to have two jobs. 
Mm. Right? I didn't want to have two jobs because time. Yeah, time. What we said earlier. Yeah, time. time. So I decided, okay, I'm going to have one job. But if I'm going to have one job, how could I create another job without actually going to a job? Yeah. And then I figure out, okay, if I go to a job, it probably pay me this amount a week. There's no time. Okay, so I need to figure out how to get my investment to make me that kind that of money. Kind of money. Right, a long time. And then I figured that out. And that's that's what it was. And it's passive. It's, it's passive completely. Passive income. So, so now I have like my family and friends, everybody that's mm. close to me is invested and I look at the investments for them I educate them on it and we you know like people have like retirement account like 401ks and mm-hmm. stuff like that and I would go through it and see you know what What's what, what, what we need to change what we need to adjust what could we leave mm-hmm. and I've done that for like many people that's like constantly right now making money last night I spent the time on my my group chat with my with my friends we're figuring out investment strategies mm-hmm. I got a guy that I taught that's probably making I think $2,000 a week wow you know what I mean he has a day job but he figured out the strategy that we that we've been working on over the years and doing that. And but this yeah. is passive. This is the yes. This is his money. Just, just, just. And, and it's not trading. This is investing. So this is long term stock. Long-term, this is long term stock. Long term place. He's just investing his money and creating that kind of you know. Think of it as a tree now. Now that you're talking about it, think of it as a tree. You plant a seed, and then it might not bring forth the big fruits and and so. But give it time, Mm -hmm. and like keep growing. Right. People want that quick satisfaction. Yeah, but that's not realistic. But it's not realistic at all, and it's not sustainable. It's not. It's it's not sustainable. sustainable. You gotta, again, man. If people just have the patience, man, and um, put the effort in to what they want to do. You would you would be so much better off. Indeed. Stop making excuses when you have online system. There's a lady that I'm cool with that designing all kind of things from paper and rocks and painting. Mm-hmm. All a lady, mm-hmm. all from YouTube, and she live here. And I'm like, if she could do it, well, you can't do. It. Well, you can't do it. And it's you like the, the infrastructure is here now. Well, yes, it's here now. It's there. So it's like let's stop making excuses for for where we at or where we came from. Right, because somebody can't, somebody can't control where we came from. No, you can control where you're going, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Starting well, right now. Starting right now. Mm-hmm. Make that like commitment. Like you know what? I'm gonna go out there and do it. I don't care if you want to open a salon, then open your salon, right? But then when you do it, though, differentiate yourself from from the people, right? Because that's part of business too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why, niche. why? Why would people use you? Like I'm trying to figure out now why do everybody sell chicken for ten dollars? And then the chicken wings, three for ten. Why somebody don't have ten or eleven dollars for four, or mm. nine dollars for three, four, or something like that? Why? And when you ask that question, why? You kind of could go back to the fact that everybody just follow what's yeah the culture, the culture what happened. Yeah. But I remember when Sam Walton for Walmart, mm. but years ago, when why why Walmart so cheap? Is because when people were selling on his platform, right, mm-hmm. or in his stores, he decided he's not gonna use the, the the method that they used to use, where I sell you something for eight dollars and then you mark up your pricing. Mm-hmm. He said, "No, no, no, I'm gonna sell it for eight. You need to go figure out how to make it cheaper, right? Wow. But don't risk quality. No, don't Get, don't drop the quality. Give Keep me the quality the same. The same, but right at the time people complain about it. Oh, you know, um, predatory. It, yeah, yeah. But realize the lesson he teach you." If you used to buy your chicken in Bastia, now all of a sudden you realize you could get your chicken in Sandy Point at a cheaper price. Mm-hmm. Now you don't need to sell it for three, for three for ten. You could, you, sell it, you could sell it for, for four or for ten. For t- yeah. Because you know how your, how your margin to and work. Then, and because you, you are, um, you're more valuable, people would more gravitate you, to your you. business because so, of value. Value. So, so you look at that, right, systematically. You know, whether it's that and you're making sure you get people napkin 
or you're making sure you give them a smile. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's the added things. That added because, value. Because you cannot stop people from, because what can stop somebody from doing 10 for photo? Nothing. Nothing. So then you got to figure out what do they have that, that what do I have that they don't have? Mm-hmm. And it might be you, mm-hmm. your personality, mm-hmm. your smile. Your, like, I'm fascinated. And I, I got to build up the courage because I don't approach people. I'm fascinated by, there's a guy, unfortunately, that's always selling his drinks. But he has on a uniform. He has on a uniform to sell drinks. Yes, he does. Yeah. You mean Which the me- smoothie? The thing? No, no, he's, he's, he's on this side with Digicel. He'd be there early in the morning. Yeah, want, uh, yeah. uh. But for me, the fascination, because it's like, wait a minute, he's not thinking of this as just selling drink. He's selling service. So, come on, man. He's, he's selling got, a brand, everything. He, everything. So, so, but this guy has on his uniform, sharp, socks up, looking every day. What, like, I pass him, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm building up the courage. Like, I got to build up the courage to like, go to him and be like, yo, bro, I admire what you're doing. Yeah, that's crazy. I admire what you're doing. Me saying that might, might even give him more, more motivation to do what he do. Mm. Always with a smile, selling his drinks. Right? So even if his drink don't taste good, it's like... I still feel good. You still feel good. Okay, he's giving you a smile. He's making you feel good. He has on a uniform to sell drinks. Understand this, you know, he's not in a bank. Mm-hmm. He's selling drinks and has on a uniform. Yeah, but some people think that as simple as it is, that you got it's a business you do. You got to carry yourself as such. You have to take is, yourself serious. I, I, yo, yo, this conversation could go on long. We to start wrapping it up. But <laughs> just to, to piggyback on that, I remember um, there was this Guyanese guy who came here. He used to sell like, drinks. He used to sell drinks, and mm-hmm. at first he used to be. It used to be him, mm-hmm. and he had some blenders, and he make the drinks them for you, you know, fresh and whatnot. Mm. And eventually, mm-hmm. he started to like wear the same uniform. Like he had on, like he had the brand, mm-hmm. and he put up a, a sign, mm-hmm. had a like a, a station. He had the power coming from somewhere a little yeah, bit, yeah. and everything. He started like you saw him evolve it, right? Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. You, you know what he does? No? What he he owns a farm. He produces the ingredients. <laughs> Yeah. For he drinks. Right. And somebody else is hired to sell the drinks. Come on. Come on. I'm telling you. Because it, that was, you would almost think that when he was selling the drinks, that, that, was, that was the end all for him. No. No. He was like, no, this is, this is just the start. Do, do you understand, right? What's, do you know what's McDonald's main money generator? Um, real estate. Real estate. Real estate. I only know that we, because I watched the documentary. Actually, but it's like, you, you got to understand what he was One, we talk about system. He wanted to duplicate a system that works. Yes, yes. Simplify it. Mm-hmm. Everybody got thing, one job. Same thing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Catch up. The, Assembly the, line. The, catch up. The, 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 the same thing. So that way you keep the consistency, right? Uh-huh. But then the real estate is, okay, you own all these different properties uh-huh. and then people just operating in them. In them, yeah. Sometimes you have to go so indirect with where your real money generator come from. Yeah. And I do that a lot. You got to go so indirect. But people focus on thinking things is happening one way, and you're like, it's like a magician. Yeah, it's like you're watching this, and I'm over here. I'm over here doing this, doing this, and this is really what the real effect of the business. Be. But the, the, the thing is, we could see that in real time in big businesses in big too, businesses. because the we would think that Amazon's main money generator is selling products. Mm-hmm. Amazon's main money generator is selling internet services. <laughs> yeah. ne- Netflix uses the, the, Amazon's internet, internet services. Right. You know what? You know what Netflix? I mean, Amazon went and do artificial intelligence, which I'm, I'm saying this, but I'm right now avidly researching because I'm trying to find some stocks for me and my friends mm-hmm. so we could buy a half for long term, right? Because yeah. the, the truth is, artificial intelligence is the future. It's the future, yeah, right? Without a doubt. So he they went and buy the company, 
that is big in that, mm-hmm. and then that's what they do with, with Netflix and these guys. Now, that's the least that to them. I mean, you have to be strategic. Yeah, you do, thing. and you also have to be innovative. You innovative. gotta be on the cusp, chaos on the edge. Yep. You have to be on the edge of what is happening. So, which means that you have to have that information coming in all the time. All the time, you have you have to be there. Have to be um, looking for it. Like I'm, I'm constantly looking at what new development is going on in Saint Kitts. What's going on? I know my employees used to be like, Yo, "How do you know more than what we know?" It's like you got remember we're back to the priest. Mm-hmm. You gotta know. You have to stuff. understand what's going on in the environment. You really have to know, right? And but it's all about taking the opportunity to really get to do that. Mm-hmm. So you have, you know, platforms like like you know what you watch um, Sam Walton with how he decided to kind of reprogram people's minds. See, at the time people was like, oh, making a big noise about it, but really what he did was he now send you now a bit deeper into your own business, right? Mm-hmm. To strategically structure your business because mm-hmm. you realize. The chicken them they used to get at this price. There's somebody that had them for that, but you just didn't want to pass bass there mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you felt like the pricing in bass yeah. was reasonable enough for me to have a tree chicken. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if your profit off your tree chicken was two dollars hypothetically, is now five dollars because you went an extra mile, extra mile to get something cheaper. The extra mile and the extra mile is long term, long term gains. Right. They always say go out on a limb because that's where the fruit is. Oh snap! You know what I mean. And if you think about mangoes and all this stuff, is that what it means? It's out on the limb. Go out on a limb because that's where the fruit is. Man, cute man, yeah. man. Uh, listen, man. Like, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Like, yeah. you, you, it's a lot of nuggets of wisdom in here. It's a lot to unpacking to do. Trust me, like, you got, it's you a got, lot to unpacking. You got different series. You got different series. There's <laughs> a lot of different stuff. <laughs> hey, let's go into the last part of the show, right. Quasi. Man, yeah. Okay, so we got three things that we need to say mm. that we for, for sure know that we're incorrect, and, and we sh- for sure know it. No, there could be nuggets of wisdom inside of it, mm. um, and, and you could you could basically say whatever you want. But as long as you know for sure, know for sure, know for sure, one hundred percent, this is incorrect. I'm going to go first. Um, I think you could run a car without gassing it. I think you could run a car without any sort of propulsion system. Okay. So That's incorrect. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I think for you to start investing, you need to be about 25 years old. God damn, that's a lie. Mm. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Yo, you know that that opened me up. I just feel like I got to uh, make kids in home and I say, hey, look, listen, you're, you're 10, but you got to understand this is how you just invest this money. All right, mm-hmm. I give you $10, and by the end of the year, I want you to have at least $15. Mm-hmm. Let's see how you make this happen. And see him buy a popsicle and sell it. Daddy, I don't make $15 of any. Mm-hmm. So, what is the next challenge? Yeah. <laughs> well, right. The, so, okay, I, oh, sorry. The, the only benefit to insurance is when you're dead. You don't force me, man. Even do me second one. Oh, okay. All right, the only benefit for insurance when you're dead. What's the other benefit for insurance? Okay. You, you, you want me to answer? Yeah, go answer. Well, well, that's it. I like that. The reason I said that is because it's a setup where there's living. There's a living benefit to insurance. You could actually like withdraw money and all the different things from it. Uh-huh. If you got like like whole life or universal life, mm-hmm. where you could kind of withdraw from it. Oh. Uh, do you know that a life insurance in America is used to also hide money, right? It meaning like. If I'm get divorced mm-hmm. and my wife now I got ten million dollars in insurance, mm-hmm. can't touch it. If the, if I owe people and they know they know for sure they have the paper that I have ten million dollars, can't touch my life insurance. Wow, can't touch it. So so you would find business people leverage life insurance to hide money. I do. <laughs> that is yeah. what a loophole. So, like my mentor said, you use a life insurance for what it does, not for what it is. You know what I'm saying? Use it for what it does, not for what it is. 
That is crazy. Okay, 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 okay. Dude, you're spitting some knowledge. You, know, like you could do this game by yourself. Um, okay. Um, the, only for, the only way for you to get rich is to save money. I tell you got one more. You got one more. Uh, Life insurance, goddamn, that got me, got me messed up. Uh, let me see. I would say the last one would be. If you if you if you attempt to 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 try anything in life and you fail, you might as well just give up. Yeah, that's that's incorrect. Mm. That's incorrect. Mm. Um, children are incapable of starting businesses. Right, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. Yeah, no, I know many. I know many. Well, I know two young boys. I'm like, God damn, they make. I got a dog shop, one in California, one in Florida, 13 years old. So they don't got a franchise? Yeah, the parents. I mean, of course, you know, the parents support. Of course, but, of course. But point is, when I, the, the parent let me interact with him on what he wanted and not interact with the parent on what they think he should have. So the dialogue was between me and him of what. We was producing some, some, some graphic stuff for him. Mm-hmm. And he get to tell me what is it exactly he wanted he to, do. to do. And the parent didn't intervene. They paid uh-huh. But he, he, he didn't, didn't intervene. Yeah. So to me, that was like a, that's, a, that's a big deal. That is amazing. Yo, yeah. we need to do this more with the culture. Yeah. Yeah, right. So guys, we've been talking to Quasim Walker, yep. a.k.a. Q. Yep. Q, yeah. The man for him <laughs> and for you. Anyway, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but Quasim, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Yeah. I really, really appreciate it. Guys, he's a really busy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he got a lot of things <laughs> to do in a day. I think he got more things to do in a day than probably I have to do in a day. Hey, look, I just stay, stay busy. You just stay busy. Just stay it. busy. Stay busy. Indeed. But thank you so much, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity for having me. I love what you're doing with this show, man. So I'm, I'm hoping that you know I could be invited again. Of course. Um, next time. Um, of course. Season two, definitely. Well, I'm, I'm on it. In I'm season, in season one, make my slot already. Exactly, make slot ready. so you've been listening to Objectively Incorrect, guys. Um, you can check us out at objectivelyincorrect.com. That's incorrect. A N C O W R E C K E D. Alright, the spelling correctly. That's all right. Com. You can check us out on on we on iTunes. We also on SoundCloud. I'm saying SoundCast. SoundCloud and Podbean. So guys, check us out. Just plug it in. You can plug it into Google and all if you, if, you, if you can't remember nothing. That sounds good. I mean, Sorry, every, yeah, everybody lagging, man. This is this is a show to be um, curious to see a few years from now. Man, if Q said it, then it'll be true. All right, Definitely. guys? So thank you so much. Peace. No gang signs. <laughs>